shit about him oh. about um oh my god chuck what the fuck is i don't even remember the guy's name bill. character names bill bill and bill's lover like frank. i frank oh. yeah i loved all of that the emotion when they get to the end when they like fucking are we live Alex? yes we are oh my god i told <laughs> i told you in our private chat 30 seconds oh we, we, we didn't look <laughs> I mean, i'm looking at bro. i'm just we're talking that's why he was with this fucking shit eating grin i was like why yeah, is so like, i'm looking happy. at the camera i'm like i wonder if we're on live yet and it's like oh wait wait why is he he's grinning Oh, I hi. love I love live entertainment. Anyway, let me actually start this. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex. But you can call me Senpai. Tonight, uh, we are indeed going to be doing uh, episode 37 of our WTFs. Um, all of us will be here eventually. Um, Chinoda is actually on his way home right now. He was kind of busy this afternoon um, with work. Um, but he will be joining us uh, eventually. But I have our uh, poser extraordinaire Natai with us. It's the good goat. to be here with you, Alex. It's good to be here with you, Alex. Um, I would like you for you to bounce back to me once we're done with the introduction. I have a very important statement to say. Okay, is it about goats? No. Oh. Actually, you know, funnily enough, it is kid season now. Back at the farm, so new goats coming up. Oh, new goat dropping, boys. Yeah. Do you... <laughs> Our packet dropping. <laughs> New goat skins dropping. Uh, we also have our czar of source material, John. When did you cut in? <laughs> like, uh, you were talking about Bill's lover. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Let me talk Fucking about John Cod Live talking about gay people. I know. Bro. Let me tell you about how I hate seeing gay stuff in media because they always <laughs> do it so fucking wrong. Like, it's so... Every so time I see, most of the time. yeah, a lot of it's pandering. A lot of it's like not real emotional, right? A lot of it's just like this is what we think gay people are like. And then you have The Last of Us with Bill and Frank, and it's just like perfection, dude. This is a you know, like, oh, I felt so bad. I, I was crying. Like this, it starts. Oh, hold on, I, I need to. Fit. It starts off, and I'm laughing because it's Nick Offerman, and he's like, oh, I'm the crazy guy with the in the bunker, fucking don't tread on me. But then when it like he gets lonely and then he meets his lover and then like you go through the whole thing and then how they they kill off like how they change the ending to the actual story to their story right and it's just like i'm just bawling in tears like i want this to be the most beautiful day ever they go get was... dressed up they have a nice dinner they get fucking married they just say their vows dude and i'm just like balling like a little bitch baby because i was just like i fucking know what he's gonna do i know exactly what he's gonna fucking do he's gonna do a romeo and juliet and i was fucking right and i was crying like ah! <laughs> i was ugly crying bro oh god episode three so I, I i had to sleep on that episode too i like sort of like came to my conclusion with how i felt about it you know because at first i was not not gonna lie i was kind of surprised i was kind of taken aback by it you know because yeah. it's very different from the game obviously yeah uh, and it's game, also very yeah, but it's also yeah, it is very different. But like again, not good or bad, just like yeah. But and it's also like it escalates very quickly, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. in that in that relationship. Uh, but after just like sleeping and thinking about it, that was I I, I really appreciate that episode, what it tried to do. Um, mm -hmm. it's when I I read that interview with Craig Mazin, the one of the showrunners, the showrunner basically. And he talked about how in the game you have like all these like story beats are like very tragic, very emotional, very heavy. But then you have like sort of the the gameplay portions to sort of like break up the the atmosphere, you know, sort of like 
digest whatever just happened and then you know just like get ready for the next story beat but right. obviously in a tv show when it's like a passive experience you don't get that so what they so by changing that whole story of bill to something more positive and more wholesome and happy overall it just like it helps their entire emotional pace of the show uh yeah. which i totally get yeah i really respect that decision i mean was I it do... really happy though i mean it's like it's more hopeful you know it's um, not happy but it's more hopeful it's well no what i i called it um i wouldn't call it bittersweet it, it might be bittersweet it the is ending's bittersweet. bittersweet because it's yeah. like i love that bill and gentle. frank like yeah they, they went very gently into the night and i, I love that for them for the characters because i'm yeah. like this is way more closure than Bill ever gets in the video game. Oh and, yeah, and it's just like it, it just I love exploring that the motion and the facet of like this Definitely. is what happened. Like this is Bill before the times, and I just uh, it was just so beautiful of a love. It was so tragic. I was like, if you just What's took this, of... if you just took this as a story of its own and made its own movie, I would have been like, this is a pretty good movie, <laughs> like a good love story yeah. movie. <laughs> I do feel the character writing was kind of strange, and so this is very nitpicky, by the way. Again, as last time as we talked about Last of Us, I do have some issues with it. I still think it's a good show, chill. Uh, <laughs> but so you have that moment at the end of the episode where they come across Bill's uh, letter, and mm -hmm. that letter is written like as if he, someone who wrote that letter took like sort of like was writing a letter that Bill from the video game was writing, but not Bill from the show. You right. know, because it yeah. had that moment it's like ha 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 ha. It's like you never get that from bill as in the tv show but yeah definitely built from the game so that felt really like it's as if it's a completely different character who like wrote that letter so i had my issues with it it felt kind of like inappropriate you know who are you guys yeah, like, bonking it, in the chat <laughs> who's being bonged is it john for eating bonk? no who's why bonking are they, why are they uh, i'm hungry bro calm down <laughs> my blood sugar my blood sugar let him don't bonk the, an eating person <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, so, like um at least they uh wait hold on I'm, okay, I'm, okay I'm go still ahead <laughs> one We're thing still doing i was told i was told after the intro in... i was supposed to give it to natai yeah no me and we we're gonna finish our conversation about last of us before we got we go and talk about the last of us again <laughs> but yeah, i know right at least they kept the infinite ammo thing that joel gets and endure to survive <laughs> <laughs> like so the story beat with henry and his brother and i was just like bro i loved it but the funniest thing to me was like i'm counting the shots and i'm like i wonder if you get unlimited ammo just like in the video game where you have to pick he, off he, go, he, go, he does a solid thing it's like unlimited ammo <laughs> <laughs> so i i was like because i remember i was on the subreddit and people were complaining about the episode as as people do because they're like oh it's not true to the video game I can't believe they show a gay relationship in my show from my <laughs> video game. And I'm like, but he was gay in the video game, dude. Did you not play the video game? He was gay the entire time. Oh yeah, that that's funny to me. The, those comments because Bill was definitely gay. I don't know why. What they talk about Frank? He go if you do the thing. He talks about Frank. <laughs> yeah it's like, that's ridiculous it's insane to me that people are like ah, whatever but uh, yeah people were complaining about um certain aspects of endure and survive about like the henry stuff and i'm just like well at least they kept the unlimited ammo and then people were just like a thousand updates because <laughs> they're all laughing with me and i'm like Haha! bro bro that i gotta say that fucking new character they introduced kathleen the the resistance leader 
Oh yeah. She was so bad. I didn't like I did not like her acting. She, <laughs> I know. She went ham. And then she went actual, so ham. Then freaking um I mean, I I got what they were trying to do. Like I love seeing the fact that uh where the fuck were they? Kentucky can Which Kansas City. were they? Kansas Casey Kansas City. Q- yeah. I like that story beat cuz it's like the QZ, uh, yeah. people who own the QZ, the government running it, Fedra, they're actually pieces of shit. And yeah. I love that entire, uh, that line that gets told, like, what do you think happens when you rape, torture, and kill people for 20 years? The minute they can, they do it right back. And I was like, bro, yeah. that is so true. That is that 100% yeah. true. I really like that. So I, I loved, like, I love that they changed it, and I, I did like that story beat. But at the same time, it's because... She was the weakest part of that story. It was definitely weak. Uh, like I, first of all, I was pissed that Tommy shows up. Like that, the guy who voices Tommy actually shows up, and he's like the, the grunt man for um, Kathleen. Oh, Kate, Perry. Yeah, Perry. Perry shows up. Like, hey, hey, it's Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, why aren't you in the show? What are you doing? <laughs> so, and I, then I the like fucking that. bloater shows up. I was like, whoa. Yeah, like they they rained it back and were like, hey, there's still stuff from the the uh, the video game, but it's like yeah. in in my opinion, The Last of Us. The zombie survival stuff has always just been kind of the backdrop then to the yeah. entire series of the last of us it's really about the human connection and about hope and about humans ellie and joel are at the heart of the story like there's no yeah like so that. to me people complain like oh i can't believe they're they're showing so many human elements i'm like did you play the fucking game do you have like <laughs> bricks for brains bro did you play the game and no, think it's, it's a, oh it's just a zombie game it's like yeah there are zombies in it but it's not the main point yeah. Uh, anyway, rant end. Natai, have the floor. I'm gonna. Yeah, Natai. So Natai, I was supposed to throw it to you like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> All right, I I need to make a PSA. All right, so hold up. So this is fresh out of the oven. I just watched this before the. No, actually, I was in a protest before this recording, but before that, I watched this. So we attack our Thai fans have been have been suffering for a while now, but I'm here to deliver the news, to deliver the goods, the new episode is out it's an hour long and Wait. it's fucking incredible Wait, Natai, do you oh. mean attack on titan final season part three scene 12 yes that that <laughs> listen listen to me listen to me right now i'm not uh, this is not hyperbole right this Make new... it in the freaking video game i'm sorry i was reading chat <laughs> this like, new episode freaking... <sighs> so fucking good i just i can't gush about it enough i don't give a shit I don't give a shit if you read the manga. I don't care. I don't read the manga. I'm just going to watch the anime. This few hour-long episode was fucking incredible. And I would urge everyone, even if you read the manga, to go and watch it. Because So MAPPA has been given a, given a lot of shit for like how they handle Attack on Titan. Uh, I don't blame them. They were, give, they were dealt a very bad hand. But the way they treated this hour-long special was awesome. Top to bottom, awesome animation, awesome music. The, the voice cast was... Shut the fuck up, Alex. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm reading Shut the up. chat. I'm reading the chat. God fucking damn it. <laughs> anyway, that, I need to get this out, out of my ch- off my chest. Talking about that is fucking awesome. I can't wait for the actual ending that's coming out during the fall. <laughs> Is it, though? Is it the ending ending to tie? It is the ending. Or will it be Final Season 2, Electric Boogaloo? (laughs) Nah, that was last year. (laughs) Uh, John, I know you read the manga. 
you need to watch it. It's so good. Please, John. It's so good. There you go. See, someone else is watching you. Classy Ulysses, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's it's the best sleeping medication. What are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. What are you on about? Now you're just trying to be a troll. All right. Speaking of Attack on Titan, uh, have you guys looked at the anime awards that Crunchyroll awarded? Oh, you mean the you mean the yeah. the oh my god, best fantasy anime the, Demon the, Slayer. The, you mean the Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan awards? <laughs> Bro, I I'm not even upset about those. Like obviously Normie's gonna Normie, right? Yeah. I'm upset that they say the best original anime was Lycoris Recoil. Lycoris Recoil is the worst oh, fucking anime go. I have ever seen. Like it is so Wait a minute. Is it is it worse? Is it worse you know than what? the one you're watching no. this season? <laughs> no, it's not it's not worse. The problem is that it's so painfully mid. I can't. And it's like, is it oh, that it's pretty mid? girls? Yeah, it's so boring, bro. I gave it six fucking episodes, and I was like, I, I don't care about okay. the characters. Fair, fair enough, John. Fair enough, John. But if you look at the the actual nominees list, it might actually be the best of the things they nominated. Bro, I'd Wait, rather watch Birdie Win Golf Girl Story. To be honest, bro. <laughs> it's cuter girls. <laughs> Isn't Actually, to, to be fair, I, I watched original. Healer Girl. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> my, in my opinion, I just feel like the it, bro. Okay, so I I feel like I feel like Hold I should up. actually have this stuff on screen so people can watch along with us. We need to talk about the the fucking my, oh my god. Hold on. So there okay, we go. so so sorry about the short. gap between the tie and John. I'm what's what you notice supposed to be. <laughs> I, I, I need to say this. I talked to Alex about it before we start recording, but listen, I, I don't get it. So, all right, so Crunchyroll, Anime of the Year, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Fair choice. Totally fair, fair you choice. Know, I respect that. I Fantastic respect. anime. You know what? I it was, it was, when we were doing our award show, like, I think our Anime of the Year nominations really, it came down to between three things for us Cyberpunk, um, Chainsaw Man, and um, Spy Bochy. Family. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. Um, Obviously, but, so again, they didn't include Chainsaw Man in the fall because recency bias. Plus, it would have sweep. Recency right? bias, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you talk about talk about sweeping. Talk about sweeping. Two anime swept like uh, like seventy percent of the awards. Yeah, I that's know. ridiculous. But listen, so okay, I cool Cyberpunk anime of the year. I get it. But then, but then I oh my god, that is scary for best new anime. So you know, all right interesting you go and take a look who's the winner spy family but then edge runners is nominated so if edge runners is the best time of the year how come it's not the best new anime of the where year because it's also a new anime where did they put it came out this year best original What's up, Damn, where's, where's the there we go best new anime yeah so yeah how can how can cyberpunk edge runners be nominated for best new anime and anime of the year and it not win both awards <laughs> i don't understand also, Chad, yeah, Spy Family is awesome. I don't dispute that. My question is, if if Cyberpunk is the new anime and it's the best anime of the year, how come it's not the best new anime of the year? That doesn't I mean, make any sense. It's, it's the... I don't, in my opinion, I think Cyberpunk Edgerunners is, should have been the best original anime because it's new. But it's, it's not original. an original, technically. But also, yeah, it's an adaptation. And also Spy Family is an adaptation. So both of them are new shows. You know? It doesn't make any sense. But Edge Runners was a new original anime. It may have been based off as... 
bro. It's a new fucking thing. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing no, with you. I'm. I'm saying that's probably how they saw it, though. That's like saying Nier Automata is like it's part of the Dragon Guard series, right? It's mm -hmm. a spinoff of the Dragon Guard series. But Spy Family is also a new anime. I mean, yeah, Spy it's based on the manga. It's, yeah, yeah. It, but I'm just saying for original anime. I don't know why they didn't even nominate Cyber because it's original. No, Starpunk is nominated for new anime. That's what you. D no, no, I'm talking about best original anime is where it should have gone. Oh. Because I, I don't know. I feel this Cyberpunk entire isn't... list of like best original anime, like it's dumb as shit. I hate this list. I... <laughs> this is why I don't vote on these things. But it's so much fun to rip into. It is. <laughs> I I'll be perfectly honest content. with bro, you, bro. The snub, snub of the fucking decade. Demon Slayer best fantasy, but Mushoku Tensei didn't win it. What the fuck is up with that, Crunchyroll? <laughs> and yourself? Best anime of the fucking decade, and you don't give it to Mushoku Tensei? Also, the only reason Aaron won best main character was to make up for the abysmal decision to have him be best uh, hero and best villain a couple years ago. Oh, that was ridiculous back then. <laughs> that was stupid. But, but, I do agree with the performance, because Yuki Kaji fucking nailed it. Incredible performance. Also, like, it's a stupid award, but the be best must protect at all cost character for Anya. I agree. That was created just for Anya. Let's be just fucking for Anya, honest. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, I you know who Kings, Kage? Fucking, okay. fucking Rebecca dude. from Edge Runner? Okay, never mind. You know what? They got, they got a. No, 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 no. Bond no, they cheated. got they, snubbed. They added your. They added your to the same category. No, you no. You're looking you at the. Put... You're looking at the wrong nominees list. That's the oh, for okay. best supporting character. <laughs> professional Where it's it? it's the nominees list under the award oh i see okay i read it backwards <laughs> whoops <laughs> okay marion kid fuck out of here bro <laughs> Komi makes sense oh my god did anyone watch kotaro lives alone on netflix no i didn't i didn't bro. end up watching it bro let me you ever want to be fucking depressed and watch something you ever just want to watch an anime and just be like, wow, I fucking hate my life. I should go adopt a kid. <laughs> go watch Kotaro Lives Alone. You'll feel like that the entire time. Like, yeah. Wow, I'm a piece bro, of I shit. Watch... I should go adopt a bro. kid. Bro, I watch Rent a Girlfriend. I don't want to get depressed. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a different type kind of depressed. <laughs> yeah, so. You know the blipped out of All existence. Right. Oh, Chinoda's Boji... here? Let me pull him in. They, they, include, they include Boji and Kage. It's same From the exact same fucking animes. It doesn't make sense. Like, why? But anyway, point is. Must protect at all costs. Kotaro, just... I'm gonna tell you something. I, I watched this. It's not amazing, okay? It's just like, obviously, this thing it's is here good. to make me sad. Mm. But it's pretty good. Like, learning about... Oh, my God. When you learn about Kotaro and why he lives alone, and you're just like, wow. <laughs> Crazy. Like, that's the name of the show. Rent-a-goat friend, yes. Rent-a-goat friend. <laughs> no, but, like, in, in Kotaro Lives Alone, it's voiced by... um. I was about to say Ria Takahashi. He's like, no. <laughs> not not quite, not quite. <laughs> no, the other Rie. Rie, Rie Kugumiya. Rie Kugumiya. Yeah, the, the Sundari queen herself voices Kotaro. At least I think so. I don't remember. But uh, I'll, I'll watching it, it on up. Netflix, I, I, you know, I always like having some just background noise when I'm watching shit. Hmm. So I was just like, what is this? Kotaro lives alone? It looks kind of bad. And I was like, eh, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And I'm just like, oh, uh, that's kind of funny. And then it, you get more into it. And you're like, oh. Oh, there's a pain. Oh, there's a pain right here in my heart. Oh, oh no! Oh, what is, oh, fuck. What is this, this salty is fluid flowing out of my eye holes? John what is this? What is this salty discharge from my eyes? It is yeah, Ray so, Kumia. I, I, 
I personally like Kotaro Lives Alone. I don't think it's like amazing, like. But it is depressing. Sadder... Well, <laughs> I was watching something else during the same time I was watching Kotaro. I was talking about this in the uh, the Discord chat where I was just like, everything I'm watching right now is making me depressed because it just makes me want to be a father. <laughs> like I need to protect these oh, children boy. at all costs. <laughs> Are you are you watching Clannad again, John? Please, no. Please stop no, it. it was just like, ha, what the fuck? Oh, there's something else that I was watching that was the same deal where I was just like, I feel so much emotions about kids dying right now. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Is this the time in my life where it's like, hey, you haven't made a kid yet. You should probably make a kid. It's like, no, keep away from me. I think I don't, that's I'm not biology. Ready. Condoms, you're my friends. <laughs> yeah. Not it amazing, but it is depressing, might, a.k.a. the tie. age <laughs> of my life where I'm just like, I've, I've got baby fever, you know? Like, it's like, yeah, you, you look at all these sad anime about these poor kids that don't have parents. You could be a parent. You could be a damn good Wait, parent. And they're like, I could be. Wasn't the point of Spy Family is to make the Japanese people want more babies like Anya? Kind of. I mean, I don't know if the original anime was created for that. No, probably like, not. I'm just, I'm just joking. But in, like, <laughs> guys, you got to remember, it's all a part of uh, the master plan by Abe. Yeah, oh it's, 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 his, it's his master plan from the grave. Oh God, no! I still think that that was the whole point of Darling the Franks is to get people to bang. <laughs> I mean, maybe that seems more plausible than anything else, in my opinion. I do want to say one uh, one thing I did like uh, my boy Zach Aguilar winning best voice actor uh, in English for David in Cyberpunk was. Shout out to him, yeah. He did a really good job. Oh, we're oh, talking yeah. about the Crunchy Awards, okay? Yeah. Uh, we need so more again. anime shows like Gate. Yeah, see, Gate originally was written as a, a light novel to just jerk off the JSDF, and then like <laughs> the anime came out, and they're like. Yeah, this is amazing propaganda. Thanks for jerking us off, man. We're going to use this to try to recruit weebs to fight for us. And I'm like, what the fuck? I wonder how Japan. successful it was. Probably not. First and foremost, Japan's <laughs> not allowed to have a military after World War II. No, but that's what I'm saying. JSDF. Yeah. Not military. J I mean, technically the, technically speaking, the JSDF is not a military. Because again, they're not, they're legally not Let's allowed go, to. Oh, militias, take the power back to the people. <laughs> no, I'm serious. So the, the JSDF is not, there's like semantics about it, but basically. It's a defense force. It's a defense force for like, it's like how we have the National Guard and stuff. Like, it's their own version of that. They're not technically a military force because after World War II and basically what Japan did during World War II, everyone was like, you're not allowed to have a military, Japan. Yeah. Uh, Bond's voice actor should win every award. I agree, and I think that Markiplier, 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 Markiplier not really. doing the voice of him in, in English was a terrible idea. I'm call I'm calling out someone. Please go edit fucking Markiplier to voice Bond. We can do family. this. We know we can do this. We can do this. We can do this together. Uh, That'll be incredible. Yeah. Borf. Borf. <laughs> just just Borf. hearing Markiplier go Borf. 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 When he poops. Borf. Someone Cho. Prozy D did Kage in uh, Ranking of Kings. Oh, he did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Amelie oh, did uh, Maria? Marin Kitagawa? I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Amelie, a.k.a. Amanda Lee, a.k.a. Lee and Lai, a.k.a. Dami Mommy, a.k.a. She's been like John doing Cho. a lot of dub work in the past few John, years. John, put your boner away. 
You guys haven't seen. You don't. You don't know Lee and Lai. You don't watch actual VTubers. I you do. Only watch I do. I do crap. know this, John. Bro, bro, I've been watching Lee and Lai for ages. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I rickrolled in the tie today. Did you? That's good. That son you. of a bitch. Listen to me. That son of a bitch. So <laughs> are we done? Are we hold, hold, before we move on? Are we done talking about this? Because I want to get this shit off my screen. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah I don't yeah. care about the list anymore. Okay. I'm over it. <laughs> We're Control. Back. Get better that, standards. So, How about just not make it a fucking popularity contest and just just, oh, just get oh. judges. Oh, real my quick, favorite is like, oh, we're not gonna put the fall season in the in the anime because we don't want a clean sweep in before a clean sweep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, real quick, just because I didn't really get any time to say anything about it. Um, holy shit, was this like just one person doing it, or was it an actual team of an echo chamber? Because what mean, the fuck? Allegedly, it was like partially uh, fan vote, partially judges. I don't know. That's what they say every year, though. You know, right? Who knows? Why do I not believe this? I, I there's a really good reason you don't believe it because I don't believe it either. But no, like what a shit show of a judgment, and like whoever decided these things, like you really did not give any critical analysis and also what the fuck's with hitler winning best boy what's up with that aaron won uh, oh my god did he win best boy not best boy well but, uh which award was it best Alex anime Canada. character yeah, yeah. the fuck's up with that yeah boji should have won that what the fuck boji's ineligible she's a fall character John no Scott? boji not boji oh boji <laughs> yeah boji Boji. John I still is... can't believe Demon Slayer is the best fantasy anime. Come on, guys. No. All right, leave oh, Mushoku Tensei out of it. Fuck you, like your um, Stretch, citrus, Jesus, everything. All yeah, right. well, they're, they're, I'm the only one that has a citrus, and also Natai and John are completely frozen on my screen, so that's good. I'm hydrating. Don't worry about it. Hold Does on. it count if I have a citrus drink? I mean, it does, oh, have, uh, does it have vitamin C in it. Hell yeah, it's got vitamin C. That's the point. Vitamin C for cunt. Mm. <laughs> or cock. Nice. Down. So you're down. <laughs> um, health check inbound, yes. Um, I also don't understand why John and Natai are the only ones frozen. <laughs> fuck him, I guess. I guess, yeah, fuck them. Oh, fuck you, too. Fuck you. F fuck you. <laughs> Hold on, let me What's try reassigning name? him. Ezekiel. Put the goat milk down. <laughs> Put the goat titties down. God damn it. I would like to announce my resignation from any club after dark for internet <laughs> harassment. There we go. No, There's fuck John you. <laughs> you're, you're the whipping boy. Speaking of internet harassment, um, Alex's topic, am I right? Oh, uh, we well, we haven't even questions? gotten to the fucking Discord questions yet. We're, what, I 30 fucking minutes into this? I thought we were waiting for um, Chinoda to show up. I I don't know oh, what we're doing anymore. What what did I miss out on other than the Quenchy Awards? Just to they oh, talked we about just... fucking The Last of Us for eight hundred thousand seconds. Oh, and we're gonna keep doing that. And I'm gonna keep talking about The Last of Us because I still gotta. No, talk you're not. No, you're not. So much... No, you're not. That's what? you two. You two do that later. All right, Alex, keep going. Keep going. Move I, on to I mean, I, I guess we can get to the questions. Why not? Um. Uh, nice so we have intro. two Valentine's questions. <laughs> we were supposed to do a, a, a WTF in February. We never got around to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, 
So we have we two cl- two questions from Class Ulysses regarding uh, Valentine's Day. One is, what is our favorite Valentine's Day episode from any media? Mm, I don't have any. I don't really know. Like I, Valentine's I Day is. To... I mean, obviously Valentine's Day is something that it, that occurs in a lot of like romance uh, centered like stories. But I can't say I really have a favorite. I can't. Nothing so, comes to mind. First and foremost. I'm a like roses on a Tuesday type of guy. Uh, I'll do nice oh. things because I feel like doing nice things. Not just because it's Valentine's like, Day. Yeah, I don't need a special day to prompt me. So to me, yeah. I don't really have a favorite Valentine's Day episode because I, I hate the fact that if you love someone, if you want to cherish people in your life, you shouldn't have to have a special reason to, which is part of the reason why I don't like the holidays very much because you don't need a special magical time of the year to like just not be an asshole. Just don't be an asshole, right? <laughs> Like, am I crazy? Now you're asking for too much. (laughs) Yeah. Like, because during the holiday season, everyone gets more jolly. They're more upbeat and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is a great atmosphere. I I love the holidays because of that. But at the same time, I'm like, why does it take a special month, a special time of the year for people to just be considerate of each other, to watch their mouths and actually, like, look out for each other? Why can't we just be like that all the time? I get that it's tiring to be like that. And I I guess. But I don't know. Uh, and due to that, I don't have a favorite Valentine's Day episode because, again, I'll I just do random shit all the time. Like last week, I like the, we went to the steakhouse last week for uh, me and Lacey just because I didn't work on the weekend. I was like, hey, you want to go to that steakhouse and spend a shit ton of money? Just drink a bunch of wine? Like, yeah, let's like, fucking right, go. Cool. And that's what we did. We let's get our let's get our night. protein in for the month. <laughs> it was a lot of fucking protein. Yeah. Oh, it was so much food. It was so good. I'm going again tomorrow with my buddies. But oh, my like, God. Nice. <laughs> I'm not going to be spending that much money. So though. soon? <laughs> well, it's, real, oh. it's a good steakhouse. But point is, you shouldn't wait for a special day to prompt you being nice to people. If you want to show your affection, you should just do it, is mm-hmm. my point. Like, there are plenty of times where I'll just be after work. I'll just, I need to run to the store and get some. And I see some cute stuffed animal. I'm like, oh. Lacey would love this. I'll pick it up. And I'll, I'll get it with her, you know. Or if I'm at the store and I'll I'll be like, oh, my coworker was talking about how they really wanted this. I, I I'll get it for them and I'll get it and I'll bring it to them. Like that's just that's just me. How I feel if I just how I feel. Like I, I can't explain why. You know I can actually explain it. It was because my older sister taught this <laughs> to me. <laughs> because good sister. I'm gonna be honest. I used to be a little bit of a robot. Uh, like unemotional, like really didn't care about what people thought and just cared about myself only. And when you have that type of output on life, you just kind of hate everyone. Like it's always, <laughs> like I watched it on South Park. It's always easy to justify everyone else being assholes if you always victimize yourself. And yeah. that's that's a shitty mindset to have, dude. Yeah. And once I let that go and started just living my life how I wanted to and just appreciating people around me, all of a sudden I felt better. <laughs> I was like, wow, who would have thought that when I started appreciating people and not taking things for granted that I'd feel better on the inside because I can learn to let go of petty stuff. That doesn't mean I don't get mad still and I'm not petty or stuff. Like, I'm, I'm real fucking petty on some things. But <laughs> for the most part, like, I just, I think about people a lot now. And I, I honestly, it's thanks to my older sister because she, when I first moved out and life wasn't going so good for me, I remember we lived together and she'd always yell at me and be like, I'm always considerate of you. I'm always thinking about you whenever I'm out. I'm always at, like, just getting you food and just like something that small like she'd be out at like wendy's and she'll get me something she'll get me a burger or something, something at least right because she's always thinking about me and after i got over being the shitty person I, I really took that to heart and i was just like you know what 
that's some really good advice like just show your appreciation to the people you love in small ways it doesn't matter how small it is it doesn't matter how big it is and they don't have to do it all the time it's just that the fact that i am being thoughtful and mindful of these people in my life that i i cherish it shows a lot <laughs> and that's just so <laughs> I'm getting way off the topic about the Valentine's John, Day. John being a real-life Hachiman right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, no. it's, it's good. It's good. I came here to make goat jokes and harass Natai not to feel, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, you guys might, not, might not have a favorite thing. I'll, I do. I'll go with... It's not an episode, but I fucking love the Valentine's art uh, from Kaguya-sama. That shit was hilarious. Hold and up, lovely. no spoilers, buddy. No, not, I haven't watched <laughs> I it did. Yet. I wasn't even saying spoilers. I'm, no I'm spoilers, as you guys casually spoil The Last of Us in the very first part of the podcast. <laughs> no, uh, no I, don't worry about everyone that. who played the game. So no, no, for no. me, uh, like I love that. Old. That was some of Ten. my favorite Valentine's thing. Uh, second favorite pr would probably have to be, uh, I don't even know what season or whatever. But Valentine's episode for Supernatural, so oh, yeah. God okay. fucking damn it! It's always Supernatural in these parts. <laughs> what, what do you want? What do you Have want? You I came from Tumblr. What do you I've want? I've never watched it. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. You that came from so yeah, Chinoda. You came from Tumblr, and it shows. <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> in both ways. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the second part of this, the Valentine's question is, uh, what is your favorite Valentine's snack? Uh, everything that goes on sale the day after Valentine's Day. <laughs> what right. you God said. So, <laughs> I think my favorite Valentine's Day snack is probably those little, like, they're like maraschino cherries, but they're inside of chocolate. Mm, the, yeah, the chocolate-covered cherries. Yeah, like, I don't know what, what they're the called. There's an actual name for them. I know, I know what you're I, talking about, and I forget what they're called, too, but they're delicious. And all I do is like, what I'll do is I'll bite off the bottom so I can just get to the cherry, the maraschino cherries, <laughs> and then I'll spit out the chocolate. You know, Something you can buy maraschino cherries. cherries. No, but it's not in the same like goopy sauce that they have inside. I don't know what it is. Goopy. Uh, I like the. Um, well, this I is more of an show. east. This is more of an <laughs> Easter candy. <laughs> I think it's incredible that they made a game so quickly about a TV show that came out like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the game is really true to the show. Um, this is no, more, of a, not. more of it. They have gay characters in this show and oh not in the God. game. What are you talking about? Worst show ever. How come there can be gay people in the apocalypse? Bro. Fucking Ben Shapiro, dude. What the I fuck? know. I was about to bring that up. I was like, he's talking about the freaking the Bill and Frank episode. All right. We're not, we're not talking about that right mm. now. Stop, 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 stop trying to go off track. It's more of a Easter candy, but I really like the little Reese's eggs that they come out with this time of the year. Oh, I know yeah. it's... Bro, Reese's is the most overrated shit ever. Fuck you. Reese's no, so fuck you. Wow. Reese's suck ass. All right, you're not an American, so I'll let it fly. I mean, I'll agree with you it's overrated, but, like, sucks ass? All right, no, let, uh, me, I don't know let me make that. a point here. Sit the fuck down, Alex. You're going to want to be sitting down for this. Do I need to strap myself to the chair? American sweets <laughs> are fucking F tier compared to the rest of the world. I mean, oh, like, I've had so I've had sugar. candy from around the world. Most of it is just okay. Bro, I should mail you. I, no, 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 no. no Alex, no. you're used to the sugar. That's what's speaking. Let yeah. me used to the I don't even like sugar. What the fuck are you on stuff. about? 
I will just sweets. say, American I think sweets. that American sweets are the worst of the worst. Like we, I don't know what it is about American sweets that I don't like, but Asian sweets confectionaries are way superior. European is like, just don't even compare, bro. You want to talk about actual good chocolate? I thought I hated chocolate. Turns out I just hate shit like Hershey's. <laughs> oh, the best, the best chocolate in the world comes from Switzerland. I'll be honest with you there. Whoa, who is this? Peanut butter sucks ass in general. Get get the fuck out. Of here. Yeah, you, do you know what? For, forget forget sweets. You know what one of my favorite like like you know treat myself kind of snacks is like if I if I've been a really good boy, if I've been a good senpai, I just go get a fucking giant spoon and just go in a jar of peanut butter and just eat that shit. Oh, fucking Jesus disgusting! Christ. Peanut go butter is delicious. Face. I love peanut you butter. You trash. <laughs> go wash your mouth. But I will say. Um, <laughs> I was about to say wings. Like I, I fucking I love eating chicken like fried wings, but put sugar on that shit. You know No no. You know what's you know what's delicious? Fucking fucking wings covered with like a like a with a peanut butter sauce. Holy shit, that's heavenly. I'm not gonna lie. I ate that like a few days ago. Mm. Bro, that's just like Thai that's just like Thai peanut sauce. You put it on yeah. the wings, it's the it's same delicious. stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. delicious. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with Hershey's. There's nothing wrong. No, Hershey's, bro, bro, get, get <laughs> Hershey's, Hershey's is the is worst good. fucking chocolate. No, I no, hate Hershey's. It's okay. No, it's, it's garbage. Not that bro. bad. I ate no. an entire no. three pound Hershey bar once. It was great. Got three pounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, Jesus. like freaking American Nestle is garbage too. Like European Nestle is so so much superior. So much. European superior. Nestle is fucking awesome, dude. Um, but yeah, my my answer to the question is literally all the snacks to go on sale the day after Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, yeah, it's hard to beat that in, in the U.S. I don't, I'm, I'm assuming it's the same way around the world where people actually celebrate Valentine's Day. Like, grocery stores have like fifty percent plus off sales on all of their candy the day after Valentine's <laughs> Day. Like puke. It's not an opinion. It's a fact, bro. Preach. I mean, fucking preach. I've been eating it for years and I haven't <laughs> puked once, so it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, but we all know God. your taste, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, like, I'm I'm very easy to, to impress when it comes to food because I will eat some of the nastiest shit and say it's fine. I'd eat literally, that again. I mean, clearly, literally. you like Hershey's. <laughs> Literally, Denji eating puke. It's like, oh, oh yeah, literally. Like, I, I, I eat liver and onions. I think liver and onions is good, though. So, I think it's pretty good. What's that? Liver and onions? Liver it's and pungent onions. as shit. Liver and onions? No, liver and onions. What? It's literally liver and onions? It's beef, yeah. liver, and onions. <laughs> it's it's good. Yeah. I mean, but a lot of people think it's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know, man. Half the shit you guys have over there is so oily and greasy, it's disgusting. Oh, you say that, but you were sitting there just lopping that fucking Waffle House bowl up, man. Dude, that was, that was incredible. You were that sitting there. The dude, the dude is sitting next to me, and he's, he's like, he's almost afraid to start eating it. And he takes one bite, and he's like, hum, hum, hum. That was so good. That was so fucking good. I felt so fat. It's the point where I looked so at him, good. and I said, Natai, chew. Chew. I couldn't. Chew. What a beautiful Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> um, Bruh. That fucking frosting. I will never forget that shit from Taco Bell. That was abhorrent. Oh, the that Cinnabon bites? Ugh. Cinnab oh, yeah, frosting. Little... Cinnabon is an acquired taste, I feel. It's not I an acquired taste. It tastes like shit. 
That tastes oh, maybe. like I know it tastes like garbage, but I, I love it. So like, <laughs> how can you eat that it, very oh. easily? It's like you like someone would like put you down. Time, you don't get this big without loving that shit, okay? <laughs> years and years of eating processed foods, Natai. That's how. I mean, I would argue that's a big problem with just Americans in general because we eat so much oh, processed absolutely. food. We don't know what fresh. Oh, food you guys have like. more than one problem. Let, let's well, it, yeah. one one of several problems, but one of them. All right, next question comes from New Vegas Savior. Uh, what are your favorite couples? Uh, and we can uh, in general? Do straight and or and or BGs or BL slash GL. Uh, like, well, if uh, I'm if I'm gonna go with anime, I mean. I love Koyomi and Itagi from the Monogatari series. Oh yeah, they're they're probably my one of them. You and I and Natai just got finished watching Awari season two. Driver Gahara. Driver Gahara. He's like amazed she has a driving license. She's like, whoa. That that scene She's though, that scene though, where she turns to him and says, "Call me by my name." <laughs> and she she Say says, "No." And, and Koyomi says, "I call you Sinji Gahara all the time." And she says. No, my first name. And he says, he just looks at her and goes, Hitagi. <laughs> and this ah! big old smile. And she does the smile. It's like, ah! She does the smile. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking cute. Oh, Jesus it's so Christ. cute. No, Listen, no, it's not. You show when you understand, boy. Yeah, why? Well, I'll watch, watch it eventually. Yeah, that's what everyone says. No, so <laughs> I was sure. at. Um, my local anime store with uh, Evan like two days ago. Um, they have the entire series, and it's like a hundred bucks or ninety each. And Watch out, like, Crunchyroll! Don't. It's okay. Don't worry. No, 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 no. I want to get the Blu-rays, and I want to watch it that way. If you're gonna get the Blu-rays for the entire series, that's like a eleven hundred dollar investment. <laughs> Yeah, I'd recommend the Blu-rays only for Bakke because for some reason that's like that's the one that got the most most fucked up on Crunchyroll. Yeah, in terms of its so on Crunchyroll, Bakke still to this day they do not have the final what is it three episodes of the season? Yeah, what? Why? Um, or four? It's yeah, three or four episodes, and it the uh, the um, the resolution is hard locked at seven twenty. <laughs> <laughs> for what? some reason yeah i know i don't understand it might even be four oh no yeah it's 480 it's 480 not 480. even 720 what there are some random shows on that are hard locked to 480 one of them is bucket the other i think is on ohana um i don't remember which others but yeah it's Jesus. weird the is used to milk right from the source god fucking damn it <laughs> goat milk I is pretty good though die. That that river of jokes is just ran dry, dude. I'm like, I'm. I'm I don't so know. The, your friends shit. keep proving you wrong about that. You're just easy to. The moment you see the word "go," you're like. <laughs> and, anyway, anyway uh, favorite anime couples, people. Tiger um, and Ryuji. I. Ah, oh, that's Tiger and Ryuji. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yuta and Rika, fucking protect at all costs. Yukino um, and Hachiman. No. Shinji in his right hand. Um, obviously, my boy Naruto and Hinata, best yeah. couple. Uh, no, 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 my boy Naruto and Sakura, am I right? No, oh, fuck out of here. Uh, Shimon and Nia, that's a really good couple. I love them. I love them. Lloyd together. and Yor. I mean, are they a couple though? I feel like it's it's, it's it's a good joke. 
It's and uh, it needs to end with having passionate too. sexual intercourse in the tie. Okabe and Risu. That's it. Those are like my favorite couples of all time. What was your last chip? Okabe and uh, Karisu. Kuristina! Kuristina! Oh, Holo yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, um, and Lawrence, obviously. I'm trying to think. Oh, I fucking uh, love Kazumin. Oh, that's a good one. I love Guts and Costco. Ah, oh, yeah, that's oh, bro, bro. <laughs> Every time we talk about freaking uh, Berserk, I just like, whoa. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, ah. <laughs> mm, what other couple do I really enjoy? <clears throat> I'm trying to think if there's any um, like. We should do an episode about couples, you know? Uh, we, we well, uh-huh. I was going to say, we mm-hmm. kind of did that, but we really talked about our crushes, not couples. I know, right? Um, I can't That's think of any ones, others though. that I'm like, super, besides ones that have already been mentioned that I'm like super keen on off the top of my head. It's interesting. Hmm. Oh, wait, uh, uh, fucking Nagisa and uh, Tomoya oh, yeah. from uh, Clan Ad. Yeah, I like okay. them a lot. Okay, yeah. And I don't like a lot, a lot of shows. We get to see more of the relationship, you know? All right, oh, well, oh! And wait, hold gone. up! One last shout out! One last shout out! Uh, uh, Nagisa's parents from Clanad. That's a, oh, I love that. Yeah, couple. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Also, Shinoda just fucked off. There we go. There you go. He's back. I'm back. Okay. Um, Did you kick you? No, I didn't. I didn't kick anybody. No, no I'm, I'm it, talking to Shinoda. I didn't do shit. What do you want? Oh, Streamlabs is just being weird to us. Again. Yeah, we're and we're gonna have a meeting about this later. We are. Yes, news we are. Or not. I'm going to sleep later. Fuck um, <laughs> you, it'll be five minutes. Uh, okay, next question comes from Classy Lizzie. If you get reincarnated into a slice of life anime world, which MC would you get reincarnated as? Um, what was the MC's Kazuma. name in uh, Flying Witch? Because I want to be in that Yeah, world. no, I want to be in that Flying Witch world. 100% Flying Witch. Yeah. I'm a oh, a slice, slice of, of life. life anime, my bad. Mm. Or Yui from K-On, I could do that too. Honestly, oh. Nichijo sounds seems like a lot of fun. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god, man. that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You might who who would you reincarnate as though? Like one of the girls? Yuko? The professor for shit some Takamoto. Oh, you know what would be perfect? Fucking all of us reincarnate as uh, daily lives of high school boys. <laughs> Yes! Oh, yeah. yes! Incredible. <laughs> I'm here for Kanoa it. Jack. <laughs> I don't know what Jack. Jack joined the party. Do you have an answer? show. Everyone, everyone should watch Day Lives of High School Boys. Awesome comedy. I've realized Shinoda's frozen again. Are you serious? Yeah. Anyway, seems like an Alex anyway. issue. No, it's uh, not I'll because say, everyone else is fine. Um, uh, I'll say Slime Diaries. Fucking love it. Is it a slice of life? I mean, it's I'm a slice of life in terms of an isekai. Is, yeah, yeah. Definitely an isekai. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Really? I need to watch Bro. season two sometime. Bro, bro. I fell off the hype train. I liked season one. You don't have to join the hype train. It's just good on its own. 
but I don't care enough to watch it. I'm not invested Ugh. enough to give a shit. It has no point. <laughs> it's a good show. I like it. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. I just don't. I'm not, I don't care enough. I don't know. All right. All right. Next question. Next question. Uh, if the podcast was an anime, what would the OP and ED songs be? And this is from Oh, my Shiba. God. Uh, I can tell you, I don't know about the OP and ED, but the OST would definitely be done by Hiroki Suwano. <laughs> the OP. Okay, okay. I want, I want uh, you and Alex to decide because it's going to be one of them. The OP or ED is going to be a jazz soundtrack. Mm. No, no, no. You're going way too far. It is Dancing Queen. OP would be fucking <laughs> um, um, shit. It would be time. shit. You're right. What would be? What's the band name? What 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 song are you thinking of? No, I'm trying to. I'm going back to Karaoke Nights. That one I'm trying to. Oh my the god! Memories of flooding in. Memories of flooding in. Oh, oh. Try to think. What were some of the songs we did sing? I don't remember. I remember all of them. That's the problem. Uh... We well, then we clearly weren't <laughs> drinking enough, were we? <laughs> remember that? Remember Bro, that time I... we were doing we were doing vodka shots, and the waiter brought us Hennessy shots instead. That was great. <laughs> That's right. That's right. When, let me tell you something. When Bro, you're doing vodka shots and you're expecting vodka and it's fucking Hennessy, that is a huge shock to your system. It's a. It's a. It's a. Ooh, it's a surprise for oh. sure. What would be a good OP for us? I don't remember that. You don't remember this? Oh my god! To thank, to, I guess I thank you. you remember the fucking can of beer that you fucking pulled out of the floor? It was supposed to be vodka shots, but the the waiter gave us a tray full of Hennessy shots. Oh, yeah, I'm used to doing shots of Hennessy, so I was like, oh, I mean, more power <laughs> to you. That stuff is nasty. I got it. I got the OP. Okay. Go. I'll make a man out of you from Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Alright. There we go. I you know what? I I I I'd do that. Yeah, that'd be a good OP and E D. Sure. Um Alright, so the next question. Chicky, chicky, bum, bum. God, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a good op it's a good op wow. all right next question also comes from sheep a magical hobo grants you the power to rewrite a single episode of an anime you love or hate what anime and what episode do you pick and what would you change about the episode the entirety of sao <laughs> <laughs> no bro i i can't do that there was a time where i sat down and planned it all out like the all the things that would change about sao to make it a better show there's so many changes. It can't be one. It can't be contained in one episode. There's too many of them, you know. Um, I have an answer to this. However, okay. it's for something I just recently finished watching, and we're doing a spoiler oh. cast on it. So oh, no. I don't know if no. I should say it here. No, don't, <laughs> Alex. You can say the name later. of the show. I, I, uh, it, it's Mob Psycho 100, yes. Oh, but we're going to fight later, Alex. We're going to fight. Listen, it, it peaked at, C at episode 6, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, we're oh, going to fight. Wow. Okay, uh, all right, all right, all right. We'll uh, I'm trying to think if there's uh, one that's not so recent. Um, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that I, like... I, I can certainly think of things that I love or hate that I would change, but I don't know what specifically I would change. Mm. I know exactly what I'd do. Mm. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Uh, 
in the very last episode of the Guilty Crown, I'd killed Shu Otani and make him die. Because <laughs> I don't think it's right for him to live with the memory of what's her face. Um, I don't even remember her name. Pink hair girl. Guilt the girl. But in my opinion, if he died at the end, I would have actually liked the show a lot more. Mm. But the fact that they just made him blind and he's always in forever and embrace in his mind of her at the end. And I'm just like, no, he should have died. She didn't deserve to die alone. You should have died with her, you punk bitch. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow, you have strong feelings about this. I hate Oh My Shoes, dude. <laughs> oh My Shoes is like the worst fucking character. Uh, was Guilty Crown that bad? Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. I like how he had to think about it for just a second. I mean, I was like, is it bad or am I just like hateful of it? I'm like... It's not bad if you like good anime, so yeah, it's bad. I got another. And, I got another pick for this mm. question. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just gonna explain. Like, the thing with Guilty Crown is that it tries to do everything Code Geass does, but worse. Really? Yeah. Oh. One day you'll watch it, won't you, Natai? You don't need to watch it. I mean, the soundtrack is <laughs> good. I, I like the music, but. <laughs> I just hate is it is else. it a is it a Tokyo Ghoul case where it's like the music is incredible but you're watching a shit show? No, what's bad about it is that the first half is just like your regular slice of life, and then it's like oh he comes into power, and then the second half is like post-apocalyptic, like everything there's high stakes and everything, and kind of just shit happens. Is that major of a shift? Yes, just dynamic shift. There's faction wars, girls selling themselves, whoring themselves out in the second half, like crazy fun, and I'm just like. What the hell, tonal whiplash? <laughs> <laughs> Looking around for new tonal whiplash. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it's the second, the half, second half of Darling in the Franks. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does kind of fall off in the last. Well, certainly in the last few episodes. Nah, it has to be one specific episode, according to this. So, well, I mean, uh, when he changed one episode that dramatically, it kind of changes what comes after it for sure. Yeah, assuming it's not uh, the last like, episode. Literally, like literally one change. I just so I hate myself and my friends. I guess we're watching Rip the Girlfriend right now. Oh um, my god, why? You really why? do hate yourself. Jesus, it's, you really hate yourself. It's the worst show I've ever seen. It's not. It's worse than Magical Warfare, John. Oh, it's that's, so that's bad. That's a tough order, dude. It, that's a real it's tough. It's so order. bad, you, and it's like I have a perfect change. And it takes one line, and it'll just end the entire show. It's like it's so bad. Like I could talk about Red the Girlfriend all day, but it's like up to you guys if I want to go into that one. I don't really all. want to. No, it's terrible. Oh god, it's garbage, dude. It's so and you know what's the crazy thing? At first I was like, I was I picked this show. And you picked Red Girlfriend? Of what is wrong listen, with you? Listen, listen, you listen. You have no listen. one to blame but yourself. Context. Context. So me and my buddy, my good friend who got me into One Piece, we took a pause from One Piece. We're waiting for the current arc to end. So we're looking for shows to watch in the meantime. So I was like, perfect. I know this one show, Rent a Girlfriend, that will be garbage. And I would, I, I picked this one specifically because he is someone who's like, the moment you lose logic in the show, he, he loses it. He can't contain himself. He's like, he's, he's punching the air. He's shadow boxing for, out of frustration. <laughs> that's, that's how much he gets into it. It's incredible. Jesus. I love yeah. it. So I was, I like, love so it. I was like, I need to watch this show with you. I need to see how this is going to affect you. 
and we're watching it's like the sixth first seventh first episode and it's like it's bad but it's not that bad like oh man this show is kind of under delivering what i was promised it's like that's a shame and then we get to one episode where it's the first time i ever cringed at an anime dude it was so bad it's so garbage it's like every bad decision a character can make in this show they all make there are no good people in this fucking show. They're all pieces of shit. <laughs> it's incredible. They're all a bunch of cunts. I, <laughs> I don't know anything about Rent a Girlfriend other than like the episode where he's daydreaming that his girl is getting NTR'd. The girl that he likes, his crush, is getting dicked that's down in, by some Yeah, that's in the manga, people. apparently. Yeah. He's okay, like, so. So, apparently he's in a pool and he's like dreaming of his girl being like fucked or whatever. Shut and then up, he comes shut, in shut, the shut, pool. Natalia, I love you, but shut up for a moment before I forget. Um, what? I know what I would change. Dororo, the one where that, uh, the girl that Hiyakimaru falls in love with, she doesn't die. That's spoilers! Yeah, I'm... spoilers! Oh god my god, it, it's over 50 years old! <laughs> yeah, I know, for real. God! 50 years old. I haven't watched it. And the Sorry. remake has been out for a you long haven't, time now. You say 50 years old. You haven't read the original manga. What are you talking about? Yeah. None of us have. I that's a that's a bold statement. Do you do, do, you, do you think I haven't read it in a tie? You read the original manga. I have read the original manga from Mosa Yes, I have. Fucking damn it. Wow, okay. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Excluding Alex. <laughs> Well, my, Matai, my statement shut remains the fuck the up. Same. Not like you're gonna watch it at this point. I am. You. What? What are you talking about? I will watch it. <sighs> uh, Just because will, I haven't like... watched it, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a, a seasonal whore like you, Chinoda. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I wait for you're good right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I need Natai to finish this thought about Rent a Girlfriend. Oh yeah, please go on. Sorry, I just need to. No, I just like way. I cringe about it so much because they're all pieces of shit and I hate them so much. Oh, the entire conceit of the show is that this guy is lying to the entire world that this rental girlfriend that he hires is his actual girlfriend, right? All right. Yeah. Skip forward like eight episodes. This other piece of shit chick shows up and she's like, "Well, I love you. I want to be your actual girlfriend." And he's like. Oh, this uh, beautiful chick throws herself at me and wants to be my, my girlfriend. No, I don't want it. It's like, what? That's your entire mission in this show, to lose your virginity. What's wrong with you? It's like, whatever. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's, all right. That's the, all the context you need. Fast forward to episode eight. He's going on this date with his girlfriend to meet his family and whatnot. All right. All is well, whatever. And then out of nowhere, this second chick shows up and she's like, Hi, everybody. I'm his girlfriend. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why would you do that? You don't do that. What? I feel like I, Rent a Girlfriend was literally written by an alien. I, it was written by an incel. I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, chill. I don't know which is worse. No, it's I'm written by an alien chill. or an incel. I don't know which is worse. Probably just, it's the same. It's it's an alien incel. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm traumatized. I need to say something about this show. All it right, has to have meaning. All right. Uh, next question comes from New Vegas Savior. What are your favorite what ifs in anime, manga, light novels, etc.? I, I have, hate what ifs. I, ha I, I also I, hate what ifs. I have. However, however, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I hate what ifs. However, I do like alternative storyline stuff that is created by. The, the actual creator 
case in point, the in Overlord, there's the Evil Eye spinoff, where what if Ainz reincarnates into the world 500 years before <laughs> Nazarick shows up? So then he fights like he's a different person. I haven't person read he that. Meets, so it's a it's in the, it's obviously just a light novel one, but it's a spinoff that Mariyama did. Where what if Ainz reincarnates into the new world 500 years before Nazarick shows up, and he meets mm. uh, Kinu, who is uh, Evil Eye. It's evil eye. So he meets evil eye as a kid, like when she ter- first turns into the vampire of destruction. When that her that empire that empire that got destroyed by the evil plague dragon, and it's actually super interesting. And I was like, I would read this. So I like that, but that was official. What if? Secondly, uh, the other what if that I would really like was uh oh my god, what was it? I just had it in my head. Come oh, at. no, in uh. The world of Ultimate Games is tough for mobs. Same scenario. The author actually did a what if spinoffs, like novel, like a uh, volume, where uh, Leon, the main character, he actually, like, he meets uh, the girl that is supposed to be this the evil reincarnated girl, but it's not his sister this time. And they actually get to together, and I was like, kind of like it, but at the same time, I'm like. Knowing what I know, it's like they're supposed to be siblings, but then it's like changing that one word of like, oh, they're actually not siblings, though. They okay. just don't realize that they're siblings and they fall for each other. I'm like, that's kind of gross. <laughs> Writing is still incest. funny. I, yeah, it's incest. It's okay if it's incest and you don't know about it. Dude. Incest TM. <laughs> Gosh, man, some of your dads. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but uh, so I like what ifs when it's done by the official creators of light novels and stuff like that behind um, those because it's just well written in general so I have an answer to this that is not necessarily about writing uh, it's a what if for the anime industry um, Oh, I wonder what the anime industry would look like and particularly anime fandom would look like today if uh, shows like Attack on Titan had never been made because as much as I shit talk Attack on Titan, and it's not just Attack on Titan, like I think there's other things that came out around the same time, like Sword Art Online, um, oh. that really propelled anime for better or for worse into more of a mainstream like audience. And I wonder um, if the anime industry and the anime fandom would be the same today if those shows and the manga or the source material that they're based on had never come out. No, uh, I feel like. Bro. Probably wouldn't have changed because really? we're being. The reason I say that is because you think about how many hit shows there are that have come across the border since then. Like, yeah, since then, like uh, Dragon Ball Super, super still super. So Dragon Ball is just super popular in general, just like still. Yeah. Okay. Then you've got the giants like One Piece, uh, Naruto, Naruto, Bleach, um, My Hero is super big. Uh, Jujutsu yep. Kaisen's really big. Uh, there's always gonna be something to fill that void, in my opinion. So you it think it would have, have happened, it may have just happened later. It may have happened. Yeah. It, it, I'm thinking I'm saying it would have happened eventually. Hmm. Something else would have filled the, that hole. Like Tokyo Ghoul, for example. It happened with Tokyo Ghoul. There's a big boom yeah. uh, of anime like of normies cuz shit getting sold through freaking hot topic and stuff. And I But I definitely think that that around that time, you know, the 2010 to 2013, like I think that Attack on Titan and Sword Art Online had a huge impact on getting more people into anime. Because like uh, for for Crunchyroll in particular, like a lot of people got Crunchyroll accounts just to watch Attack on Titan when it first came out. Definitely, I it's it's. I I just so my opinion is that reason why anime started getting really big 
is because people started streaming stuff in general more. Mm -hmm. And thanks to streaming services like Hulu, uh, Netflix, uh, HBO Max, Disney Plus, these services just having anime titles and pushing it onto people. Because you got to think about it this way. We had Toonami, right? For us who love cartoons, we had Toonami in America, at least in the West. Not sorry, Natalia, you didn't have it, but we had Toonami to filter feed us like anime. We had Saturday Saturday morning cartoons, right? And that's how we got our anime delivered. But the name of the game has changed. Streaming is now king. Mm. Well, relatively king. Um, but Although it's now turning to cable as well. Yeah, it's turning now. into cable. <laughs> yeah, but point is, people are streaming more than ever now, more than ever. So eventually these companies needed to find outside revenue and it's like it's a no-brainer like oh this is a very popular show in this country it's probably going to be popular worldwide yeah it's also but uh, yeah i i don't feel like it was john that it would have happened like at a certain point no matter what even without attack on time or nsao uh but you do like nowadays like japanese like productions put more stock in the Western viewers, like it is a, like a valuable market that they like to try and gear towards too. I mean, I think that it's was very solely hard. done by freaking Trigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trigger, 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 Trigger has a, a big part to play in it. I do think. Yeah, I mean, I think literally, like, I think I, I mean, think that it's not. In... I, all right, if we're being completely honest, it was probably um, what's the guy's name? Who? Makoto Shinkai. Oh, Makoto Shinkai. Oh, Shinkai. It was yeah. probably Shinkai that put anime on the map for like Western viewers because of I guess so. your Miyazaki name. as well. Yeah, your name. I would well, say I mean, Miyazaki had a big hand in that too. I think Miyazaki did the whole, but then that was more like Disney cartoon stuff. But I'm saying for I feel like it's one of those things where Miyazaki walks so everybody else could run. I think so too. I think Miyazaki did have to yeah. walk so everyone like Shinkai could run, but my Which point is time to say why because he did very is, well for himself. Yeah, he's still doing very well for himself. Yeah. In your name, right? There are so many people who went to watch that movie just because they heard it was good, not because it was anime, not because of yeah. anything. And for Ghibli films, a lot of people watch Ghibli films know it as like, oh, it's cute cartoon stuff, even though it has deeper meaning and stuff like that. Mm. But because of how it was spread in the West, we kind of equate. Uh, Miyazaki films, Ghibli films, to Disney films. They're kind of in the same vein. Yeah, right? Your Name was massive. Yeah, your it, Name it, was just a, an anime. That was just a movie that people, everyone everywhere wanted to watch. Yeah. Was a, yeah. Which I, I feel like is going to be the same thing with Miyazaki's next and probably last movie <laughs> um, when it comes out. Oh, it's been working on it for the past, what, eight years? It's been a while. I'm, I'm predicting it now. It's going to be, if it's not, it doesn't get there. It's going to come awfully close, but I'm predicting it's going to be the first billion dollar anime. Ooh, that's a, I don't think so. I think, I think, I think total gross because number one, it's going to be huge in Japan when it comes out. So it's going to get a lot of money there. I think it's going to be yeah. pretty big all over Asia, but when it comes West and particularly in North America, Disney has the distribution rights. They also have the rights to dub it and they have the rights to market it. So they're yeah. number one, they're going to get an all-star cast to do the English dub. Um, they're going to market the absolute ever loving shit out of this movie. And it's going to be shown in theaters for weeks and weeks and weeks. I think you're giving it way too much credit. I think it's really going to depend which kind of movie it is. Cause yeah, Miyazaki can like make an, like an all access kind of mm-hmm. movie, but a billion dollar movie is like, I don't know, man. I don't think That's it's going to be that. Claim, I don't know. I, I'm just, I have a feeling. I wish. 
don't get I me mean, wrong. Like, I wish all the best for him, but I don't. I mean, think if if the reviews bad. come out before it launches in North America and it's it's you know it's getting absolutely eviscerated, maybe not. But if it's like anywhere near as good as something like Spirited Away, I definitely think billion dollar anime. I wish if that would be incredible, but well, we'll uh, see. I, I don't know. Doubt it. I don't know. There, 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 it's a lot of there's a lot of factors that, that are kind of playing in this movie's favor. The dude's old. Miyazaki's old. Yeah. I cannot see him be. I can see him like maybe doing collaboration work on a future project, but not writing, directing, well, and producing it. No. Um. So I'm pretty sure this is gonna be his last movie. <laughs> uh, look, I fully believe that man will go to retirement then come back out of retirement again for I don't know how many times now. And then he'll the just Tom keep Brady on of anime. The Tom Brady <laughs> of anime. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be I'd be surprised if he come I, I don't think he'll like get away from the industry. I think he'll still do like collaborations. He'll do maybe some art and animation for stuff. I don't know. It was never that much of a like a, a like a quote unquote fan of the industry. He's not an otaku type of guy, you True. know. Miyazaki, it's very old school. True. He's just someone who has stories he wants to tell. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. But that's my big what if for for like the industry is um, like what if it's uh, it's a really interesting what if. I totally yeah, agree. I, 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 I'm I'm with John though. I definitely think it it probably still would have happened, but it would have been maybe a little bit later than it did happen. He's 82, by the way, Miyazaki. Yeah. God damn. So if he takes another yeah. eight years to to make another movie, he'll be ninety when it comes out. What a legend! Rough. It's just like it, it. it's just like people were talking about. So what do you think is going to happen with JoJo's Part Ten? I don't think there'll be a fucking JoJo's Part Ten. The dude's going to be in his seventies. Let Araki retire already. We don't need Part Ten. <laughs> Araki's going to be in his fucking like mid to late seventies when uh, Part Nine finishes. Don't make the man do another part. All right, so next question comes from... Actually, the next three questions come from uh, Class Ulysses. Is there a canon or non-canon ship that you have a gravitation towards and why? Um, Holo and Lawrence uh, from, from Spice and Wolf because it's adorable. Kind of like our... The same question as like our favorite. Yeah, it was we just... Yeah. Really but uh, non-canon If you're talking non-canon? Non-canon, uh, Hachiman and Yui. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a big one for me too, yeah. Agreed. Um Actually, just Hachiman and literally everybody else. Hachiman no. and Sensei. Sensei. Hachiman. Leave out of it. God damn. As long as it's not Iroha, then we're good. I, I'll uh. never forget that one time when I went to the panel with the writer, with the author of Snafu. And, like, it was this fucking chat. Someone from the audience went up to, like, the mic. It's like, well, who's best girl? And it's like, ooh. And then uh, <laughs> the, the author, Watari Sensei, is like, I don't have a horse in this race. Komachi is my favorite. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. Uh, I love uh, David and Rebecca from Edge Runners. That's my mm. favorite non-canon ship. Oh, poor Rebecca. Poor, poor Rebecca. Oh, poor she doesn't Rebecca. get the D, literally. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get the David. She doesn't get the David. Uh, or, or the D. Um, uh, try to think of a really, like... Uh, big non-canon ship that i like um a lot of the ships that i like end up being canon um, yeah me too 
Alex would be like, I win! I, I yeah. Win. Uh, I mean, if, uh, the, going back to the Monogatari series, uh, Koyomi and Hanakawa. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, oh, um... I guess. In, um... Boku, Boku Dachi, Tomodachi, whatever. I can't make any friends, that anime. Hmm. A really bad one. Uh, my ship for that would have been main character guy in Senna. Oh, Big, okay. Titted blonde girl. I haven't watched that in a while. I kind of forgot ooh, a lot ooh, about ooh, it. Ooh. Uh... Rem and Subaru from ReZero. Who's uh, Rem? Come on. Yeah, I don't know yeah, who's Rem, Rem. Is, dude. <laughs> Never heard of this girl in my life. Oh, uh, uh, Shinji and his right hand again. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, the best, yeah, no, the best couple. The best no, no, couple. No, no, no. Natai, no, no, no. Natai. Shinji and his left hand. That would oh, be the non-canon <laughs> ship. <laughs> the, the favorite non-canon ship. <laughs> oh, the best non-canon ship. Shinji and, uh, and uh, Karu. <laughs> oh, oh, why you why you have to hurt heart like that? Oh my oh, You know, you know, you, you gotta give it a little squeeze if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> just just a little squeeze. Um Alright, the next two questions are kinda related, so I'm gonna ask them both at the same time. Who's the most overrated artist and writer, and who's the most underrated artist and writer? Now, I take this to mean like mangaka because a lot of mangakas are artists and writers also like anime writer if you yeah um i mean if i'm going with like like mangaka i probably the most overrated is isayama because attack on titan sucks (laughs) Uh, also the art is not that good in the manga and i think a lot of even attack on titan fans believe that (laughs) I'm not talking about the art because I, but you're so wrong. The writing is so fucking good. Most underrated mangaka is probably Oh Great. <laughs> the dude can draw. Who's that? Uh, so he's he's currently well, I guess I shouldn't say currently because it's ended. Um, he did the Bakemonogatari manga. Ah, oh. fucking awesome, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, the fucking art in that is awesome. He's also taking the story in Wait. a completely different direction. Has- has that series always had one author or multiple authors? Uh, the Monogatari series is well, it was a light novel series. It was written by Nisio Eason and illustrated by Vofan. Um, but Oh Great came in to do the manga adaptation. Ah, he's been okay. doing incredible work. And he's been it. doing absolutely amazing. phenomenal work. Yeah. Um, his art in general I... is just really, really good. And I don't think it gets enough credit. Hmm. Trying to think. I will say if we're just if we're like spreading them out, artist writer. Um, yeah, let's go all out with it. I, my probably most overrated artist of all time is Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Fuck that guy's art. Um, oh, yeah. Most overrated I mean, writer William Faulkner. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm to think of that other guy that I fucking hate. Um, fucking the Campbell Soup guy. What's his name? Andy Warhol. Campbell Soup. Andy I fucking Warhol. hate Warhol. I fucking hate Andy Warhol. Who is that? Andy it's Warhol boring. is a very a fucking jackoff. Odd, jack odd uh, artist. Andy Warhol. Right. The one credit I give Andy Warhol is that he's the one who made it so artists can do random bullshit and get fucking paid bank. <laughs> and I hate him for he, it. I Andy that. Warhol is the one who. I never heard that name. Andy. So. He's the Look guy. into it. It's a, he. He is a major part of art history. I fucking hate giant, him. And, and people like to jerk him off all the time. But I mean, I get it. He is the one who commercialized art. He's the one who was like, "I'll paint you for ten thousand dollars." He made and art a commercial enterprise. Yes. So it's a good and a bad thing. It's bad for the art because it's not about art anymore. It's about making money. But it's good because people who make art and are great at it can make money. Yeah. So 
it's it's love hate thing, but uh, I think he's definitely over fucking hyped. Also, this could just give you a, a good uh, like insight into the type of person Andy Warhol is. Um, do you know you know about the pioneer of space probes, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they were they were like shot out into the, into space in the like the seventies, oh, the like yeah. the sixties and seventies. One of the things that NASA commissioned artists around the world to do was to make art that would go on the side of the probes. And a lot right. of artists made like really abstract pieces that, that, you know, just they looked cool, but they really didn't represent a whole lot. Andy Warhol drew a penis. <laughs> Guy walked out on his own son's movie. Did... Yeah, Mia, Miyazaki did walk Miyazaki. out on his own son's movie. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's that. kind of an ass. <laughs> But also, I have to say that, like, putting a dick on a probe is, like, the number one human I mean, it's, it's definitely... Do. Andy it War- captures our spirit. A- Andy Warhol was kind of like the first internet shitposter way before there was the internet. <laughs> uh, I don't know about I, first, but... I hate Andy Warhol. Fuck that guy. Um, trying to think what, like, the most underrated artist and writer I know is. Um... I don't know. I don't really have is a lot more difficult or, for me. I don't really have any over or underrated uh, manga stuff or like anime stuff. Yeah, I think everyone. Because in my opinion, I think everyone has their own appeal. Mm. Their, like as much as I hate my hero, like I don't hate the author. So no. I was gonna mention my hero actually really quick. Mm. Uh, oh, this okay. Is, this is give us your hot take. Just because it's not a hot take. It's mainly just because I just like today watched a new episode that came out. Really fucking good arc, by the way. Season 6 has been awesome. And it kind of... I got curious. So I just went back and checked some of the uh, manga panels for this specific arc. And I think that... Say what you will about My Hero Academia. I think the art, for the most part, is really, really spectacular. I don't think enough has been... Maybe I'm just in the wrong circles. But I don't think enough has been talked about how Horikoshi is like a really fucking good artist. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, Someone... I'm not a huge fan of MHA, but I do think the art in the manga is pretty good. Yeah, like, like again, the 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 arc that the anime covers right now, uh, there's a kind of a massive change in how the main character's general design is looked like. I'm trying to be vague in case someone hasn't watched. And, and in the manga, it's like really fucking top tier art right there. Like really, not on the same level, but really reminiscent of like some really good shit that uh, Muro did back in Berserk. Um, I was re- like really blown away by it. I just don't hear enough talk about Horikoshi being just a really good artist in general. Uh, so I wanted to put it out there real quick. Okay. Um, before I move on, does anyone else have anything to add to this? <laughs> I don't have good answers to this question aside from that. That's, yeah. uh, it, there's a really good questions, but I don't really have anything off, off the cuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess we can move into uh, some of the stuff that we want to talk about. Um, Oh wait, no. What about musical artists? You know who I fucking hate? Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Is your girlfriend around? It's okay. She understands my opinion about Taylor Swift. Well, I feel like if she was actually in the room, she'd be strangling you right now. (laughs) Listen, Taylor Swift hasn't been good since the 22 album. Antihero was a good single. I liked it. I don't know. I, I think... I have a lot of opinions about Taylor Swift. <laughs> like, I don't like her, but like, she has some singles that I'm like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's what it's all right. I like her older stuff a lot. Uh, her newer stuff, I don't think is that great. Like her her last album that came out that 
topped all the Spotify charts and stuff like that. She definitely paid her way to get there. Not oh, her, the, like, folksy album she did? I don't fucking know, man. Like, all I know is the songs were garbage and people were, like, top 10 songs of, of Spotify played was her album. Bruh, bruh, like, if we're on that topic, I'm just, just gonna say, I'm just gonna say, I think Dua Lipa is underrated. I think she should be a bigger star I fucking love Dua Lipa. Dude, I know, right? She's so good. Music's pretty good. It's totally like, biased though she? because I love uh, I love Cold Heart with Elton John and Dua Lipa. I <laughs> it's alright. That's I don't. It's oh, alright. So I think good. like uh, the all the fucking retro stuff she did. Their last album was just good shit, dude. Good music. I have no clue what you guys are on about music. <laughs> music. <laughs> music. I don't, know, I don't know who these people are. That's what I'm saying. And you guys I'm had dare to call me fucking old with my music taste. I have very selective taste. I like. I listen to a bro, Alex. We shared a car together for a few hours. You know what I like? Yeah, fucking good music. (laughs) Listen, I just know that when we were driving in the car together and I put music on, I knew that it was going to be fine because you and I have very similar tastes in music. I can put on. I can put on some Pink Floyd, The Who, Queen. Next time I come where we should get high and listen to Pink Floyd, dude. It will be amazing. Trust me. Dark Side of the Moon? Dark Side of the Moon, yeah. Or The Wall. Stereotypical of you. Or The Wall. It's, it's some good shit. No. Oh, Animals is really fucking good. Actually, is... actually. If I think bringing... Animals is the most underrated Pink Floyd album. I agree. Period. If we're, if we're, if we're bringing, if we're bringing uh, drugs into the equation, you got to watch The Wall movie. And oh, that out. shit is terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Is it is terrifying, though. <laughs> have you all seen the... It's kind of old by now, but have you all seen the Nostalgia Critic review of The Wall? Yes. I know, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, John, you love it. It's so cringe. It's so bad. It's so garbage. Man, they There's need to get... The Red Letter Media guys need to review that movie. That would be great. Have you seen the... So, so Folding Ideas did a video about the that review... And it's so well articulated how bad that review is. It's <laughs> wow. If 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 you guys haven't watched it, even if you haven't watched the the wall, I would highly recommend look up uh, Folding Ideas, uh, Nostalgia Critics review of the wall. Uh, it's fantastic. Just take down the entire review. It's so good. Like the, this specific challenge in particular, I really like this this guy because it feels like he makes a lot of effort to pick the exact words he want to use to convey. And, his ideas and what he's trying to establish. Good shit all around. Yeah. Well, speaking of cringe, um, yes. Watching the Hogwarts, Hogwarts legacy, legacy drama has been super cringe. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I so I wasn't even going to talk about this, but y'all forced my hand. You have taken what away you, my you precious. My girl, pick me. You have taken away my precious <laughs> oh, oh, tea kettle. Oh, <laughs> it canceled so, the kettle. I do want to say something on this. Uh, I don't really have any stakes in it, but I'll just say from uh, what I've seen uh, and observed from the outside, apparently it's been planned even before that. Yeah, I know. He was retiring and all that. Apparently, I so I, as someone, I, I won't say I watch every peak of stream, but I, I have watched uh, several. Big fan. Hashtag fake fan. <laughs> uh, I, she That's has, it. over the last, I would say, two to three months, really slowed down on the amount that she's been streaming, um, even before she went on her hiatus. Um, and uh, 
the only reason I think that the whole Hogwarts legacy thing really got um, like lumped in was because she was talking about coming back from her hiatus, and the first thing she wanted to stream was Hogwarts legacy. And a lot of people piled on that and called her, you know, bullied her, harassed her, uh, threatened to dox her, things like that. So nice. Good I don't job, think people. I don't think it was the I don't think it was like the reason that she's uh, graduating, but I don't think it really helped either. <laughs> It was kind of a reaffirming. Maybe I don't know. I think I think the decision had already been made behind the scenes, and this was just like something that just happened to coincide with it. I see. Um, but uh, now that that you and I have talked about it, it's high. Like a perfect example of the Streisand effect. Talk about it's something so, and it's not going to go away. <laughs> so crazy to me. Okay, yeah. let's. I think Talk we can about. all agree. I think we can all agree. Like, like, let's preface this. We're all for trans rights, right? I think it's, a, oh, it's not a controversial idea. Right? I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, definitely. It's, it's not a hot take that some people should just be allowed to exist for being themselves. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> but I, think, I also think it's not a hot take that no one is above reproach either. Yeah, I, I just... Let's get this straight. Now. Okay. J.K. Rowling is a piece of shit. I think it's very well documented. She's a piece of shit. She's a turf. Yeah, she's against... freaking anti-Semitic. Yep. Yeah, she's that. She's she's against trans people. She's, Does she even like human beings? It. Like, is this like? Is I, this I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's why she wrote good. about like wizards. <laughs> it's and also it's kind of like it's also well documented that almost anything that has the Harry Potter franchise like a part of it, she's very like a part of that whole thing. She she gets royalties from everything. It's like, oh, it's like she, there, there was up. that interview she did, what was it, like four or five years ago where she was asked, like, do you, like, feel bad about some of the stuff that people say about you? She says, yeah, until I see my next royalty check. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's the kind of person she is. And I'm going to preface, also say, I I grew up reading Harry Potter. She already has my money for the books. Me like, too. It is what it is. But, all right, we let's put that aside. Guilt by association doesn't work, bro. Just because you, 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 I bought like her books doesn't mean I'm against trans people. That's just something I did. Just because you're white and Hitler was white doesn't mean you're both Nazis. <laughs> like, I think that's something hell, that, hell. that's I lost on people. I've uh, seen some of Hitler's heart art. Like, I, I'm sure almost everyone has. It's not bad. It's not great or anything, but it's not bad. Does that mean I endorse what Hitler did? Fuck yeah. no! No, it means exactly that. <laughs> like, I, I can't believe his art is good, dude. Like, what the hell? His art is not that bad. It's certainly not as bad as he was, like, um, his contemporaries said it was. Yeah, really. But no, but really. It's, like, it's just uh, ridiculous to me how, like, and again, I'm all for, like, all right, you want to boycott this fucking video game? Awesome. That's not how you do it. Because most people... When you tell them to not do something, they'll do it. It just like, it, oh, I'm just gonna do it even harder now. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. It's like it just doesn't work like that. And I, 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 I mean, I, I, bro, the fucking Actman video that he put out <laughs> and how people fucking responded to it, it was so fucking stupid. It was, it's the guy on stream donated two thousand dollars for charity for 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 trans. And still people are like, oh, he's fucking anti-trans for fucking wanting to review this video game. It's like, Yeah, it was the same thing for uh, my girlfriend reviews, right? Yeah. they've they So their Hogwarts uh, Legacy stream, 
which was for raising money for I think it was the Trevor Project, which is for like uh, trans. Uh, I don't know what they do with the trans community, but it's I've heard I've heard of them before, and I don't know know yeah. exactly what they do, but it's it's like a um, it's a very trusted uh, um, uh, charity for what do you trans call it? It's a Safe houses. Safe house is the only thing that comes to mind, but I know that's not what it's called. My entire take was like, Housing. if you don't want to support like J.K. Rowling and all her shittiness, then don't support. Don't it. do it. Yeah, yeah but it's easy. Do you know? You know what the best way to do that is? Not talk play. about it. <laughs> yeah, that game had no fucking big marketing, and then this fucking boycott yeah. got and, it, and millions of copies were sold. The it's boycott like, was the best marketing strategy they could have ever come up with. Yeah. It's like, and again, I'm all for boycotting the game, obviously, but it's like fucking going and shoving down people's throat the idea that you that if you buy this well, see, game, my, your anti-trans people issue, is just ridiculous. My entire issue is that you're not going to stop people who wanted to buy the game from buying the game mm -mm. by yeah. decrying this and that. Like, it's the same thing, like, with the vegan activism stuff. Like, someone who's on the fence might be able, you might be able to convince them, but... Just yeah. talking to them like a normal person would convince them. This man got like doing outlandish chips. fucking shit. Is that Chips Ahoy? God damn it, Chinoda. Be professional. Chinoda's eating Chips Ahoy. You have no clue how fucking hungry I am today. Like, <laughs> it's been a very yeah, like, intense day. So, in my opinion, people who are going to buy the game are going to buy the game, and it yeah. wouldn't matter. Like, I'm a. What was it? Under capitalism, there is no such thing as ethical consumerism. Yeah. Right? Ethical consumption consumption because everything mm. was made with slave labor somewhere somehow the the food that you drink the, the water bro the food literally drink, the food that you these eat, people the have iPhones. That you drink. yeah like you have an iphone bro you support capitalism and like that's terrible i have an iphone and i understand the problems behind it was it, made in sweatshops it was like it's made in sweatshops in foxconn with, with child labor child labor, you like, like any sort of meat you support factory farming and I honestly I hate factory farming I think we should all have hunter guilds and stuff like that but that's my own like crazy socialist ideas okay so Joe Rogan settle the fuck down <laughs> no I'm serious bro I don't understand like look if you want meat you should be able to just we don't want elk meat. John <laughs> you ever had elk laced with DMT John <laughs> no I'm just saying maybe maybe we should step back from the huge consumerism and really reevaluate what we're fucking doing here because like look Look at my rig. Look at my computers, my electronics. All this made with sweatshop shit, right? This is all exploitative labor. Every single thing that you own, every single thing that you do every day, you take drive your car. You think about the people who died for your fucking vegetables that you're eating right now, all right? The fucking fruit, right? Like Chiquita Banana, literally in, was it 2017? Hired some fucking people to assassinate some people that were trying to unionize. 2017, yeah. man. Just five fucking years ago. How many children died for that cookie that Chinoda just put in his mouth? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, fucking, fucking enough NH to make it delicious. <laughs> oh Jesus! NHK is owned by the fucking Saudi prince or something. Oh, I bought the new King of Fighters video game. I sub that I I paid money for a fucking murderer. That doesn't it doesn't work like that, you know? Yeah. Each so, person is gonna draw their own line, what's right for them and what's like unethical for them, and that's totally cool. Like, I'm just saying, there's like, under under yeah. capitalism, there's no such thing as ethical consumerism. So let's just like let's just get that out of the way. As much as yeah. you want to high road people, as much as you want to be like, oh, I'm I'm better than you, like no, you're not. You exist yeah. in the modern world. This fucking internet that you're using to shit post costs someone something somewhere. <laughs> okay, so. Just to interject real quick, I don't know if any of you have seen it, 
The Good Place actually, uh, that's a show, actually goes into awesome. this in yeah. detail. And yeah, no, it I is remember. amazing. It's, yeah. it's the episode where it's like, look, 100 years ago, if you bought roses for someone, you get like plus 15 karma, right? If you buy yeah. roses now, it's like minus 100 karma. Why is it? Because now to get roses, you have to pay like, oh, these people who got you those roses were uh, slave wages and unethical farming, this and that, right? And it's like, that's just how it is because of how rampant. That's literally how the world exists. Yeah. The Good yeah. Place was such a good show. Yeah. So, I mean, you can, like you said, if you want to boycott do it. Harry Potter, do it. If you hate Jake, I, I also don't like J.K. Rowling, and I also don't even care for the Harry Potter series, honest to God. Like, I don't have an issue of not buying the game. I wasn't going to buy the game in the first place. Yeah, I mean, again, I think that there's, like, it, it's a multifaceted thing. And, yeah, guilt by association never really works, um, unless it's a direct association. Um, yeah, but... But I think I think that a lot of the people that were boycotting this game thought that everyone was playing this game in bad faith. Like, no. Some people are just young and don't give a shit. Some people just want to relive the old memories that they had when they were kids. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think it's that deep. Like, literally, one of my buddies' girlfriend, she likes Harry Potter, and she, she's she's not that on the internet in that aspect. She's not aware of J.K. Rowling all that. Ah, shit. a normie. She just bought the game, and that's it. Nothing. No agenda. No nothing. Does that make her anti-trans? That's kind of weird because she's friend of one of my other friends who is trans. So you know, it it's not it's not black and white like that. Just because you bought a video game doesn't mean you're like against trans people. Yeah, like, and trying to shame people. You want to make a whole fucking difference? Be there for trans people. Yeah, know that they're a parent. Be there for their rights. Go petition your governors. Go vote. Or just talk to them. You know how many donate to charities. Donate to fucking charities. Do you know how many governments are right now trying to pass anti-trans bills? Like how much fucked up shit they're trying to do right now? Go protest against that. Do something worthwhile. Don't sit here on Twitter. Don't be be a Twitter warrior. (laughs) Yeah, like I hate. Yeah. Go go protest at Universal for the Harry Potter world. Go do something actually worthwhile. Don't sit here and think that you're better just because you're not buying this video game and making other people feel bad for it. Because you're not. You're really not. <laughs> and I would respect for some of the people that were doing the boycotts, particular. And I'm speaking specifically about the people that were, you know, harassing, bullying, oh, doxing, definitely. sending death threats to people that were streaming the game. Um, first of all, if you are trans or if you call yourself a trans activist, those are the exact people that you should be gatekeeping out of your community because they don't represent yeah. you. Um, but mm-hmm. also... Can we not call them trans activists because they're not? <laughs> they're just a bunch of assholes trying to fucking ugh, just dox and just ruin people's lives. It's yeah, ridiculous. Like there, there are people who I'll be, and I'll be honest. If you have done that, I think J.K. Rowling might actually be a better person than you. <laughs> Damn, I know. Hot lot. take, hot take. I know, but I have. Listen. I, th- this doesn't work. It never has worked. It never will work. The no, Streisand effect exists for a reason. You really wanted to make like make a difference? Just, instead of buying the game, take your 60 bucks and donate them. Yeah. Make yeah. an actual difference. Put your money where your mouth is. Or if... Go protest if, your governors for making anti-trans bills try to pass. 
or you know what? Go do actual worthwhile work, man. If you want to do something one on one, take that sixty bucks or however much you that someone might be spending on the game, and if you have someone in your life that you know is trans, use that money to take them out and and have a good time with them, as yeah. a friend. I mean, because there's a lot of trans people that don't have that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. Again, um, just to raise, I'm all for trans people having better lives. That's not how you accomplish this. No. No, it's not. Ridiculous. It really isn't. It has it has been really just entertaining from the sidelines watching people like really shoot themselves in the foot with Have you head. seen that one so I, I don't know who did it, but someone put up a site where it's like, is your is your favorite Twitch streamer playing Hogwarts Legacy? Oh, yeah. put, like, you you search for a for a Twitch streamer and it says if they're streaming Hogwarts Legacy or not. Just to like direct people to harass them. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And then the person got harassed. This is shocking. <laughs> Fucking incredible, dude. What's uh, wrong with people? Can we move on from? Yeah, this? let's I let's move on. I, I, so will say, I will say, I will. I I will say, I will one hundred percent miss Pikami though. <laughs> I really will. That yeah. precious tea kettle. I hope. I hope for her sake that because she is a good entertainer. She really is. Um, I hope that some other outfit picks her up, whether it's Nijisanji, whole <laughs> Vishojo. Vishojo. Um I, I, I hope I hope that she doesn't like give up on this because I do know that one of the reasons that um she has tried to appeal more to Westerners is because she's um I think she has she's autistic and like she got made fun of relentlessly in Japan for being autistic so she tried to appeal oh, to yeah, a shitty. western audience and then a western audience just fucked her over that's so shitty um she's autistic i, I think that. i she's neurodivergent in some way um i don't know exactly what way i i, for, I there's a part of me that thinks that she talked about it once and she mentioned an autism diagnosis but i i could be wrong about that um but she is a genuinely good entertainer. She's funny and she's fun to watch. And she's she, great. She yeah. has that 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 effect when she's playing games of she said it, so it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, let's move on to something uh, really funny. Um, U.S. president has been playing video games, and I fucking love it. She's <laughs> <laughs> so goddamn stupid. So Chinoda and I, Chinoda and I, uh, two nights ago recorded an episode of the podcast that will be coming out next week hopefully um uh with uh finn's mama vix uh and we talked about ar and this is one of the things that we talked about so recently AR. there has been um uh you just say uh, ar i have this oh, I, I have a i have a problem where i put ai and art together as one word and it's art art okay. okay. you said ar and i was like what artificially intel artificial intelligence generated artwork <laughs> okay there we go <laughs> i don't know for some reason Nailed ai it. and art always strings together for me but anyway uh there have it been also people- came out excellent i really hope you guys watch it yeah i, I do i do too um looking forward to it. john but, sorry <laughs> yeah john sorry it's it, it's it's too good <laughs> it's fine i'll fucking <laughs> It. <laughs> <laughs> um, but people have been putting together these uh like chat bots almost with um president's voices i think it's been made with chat gpt if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong about that um but it's been funny as hell because it actually sounds a lot like these presidents and it's scary like, really what sounds like them and i think the reason it's so funny is because john and i were talking about this it's like 
this is not how people in politics speak publicly and i think that's why it's funny <laughs> like they're speaking the, um, like actual gamers that is the dichotomy right it's like uh so i don't f- fuck i don't remember uh who it was there's a stupid show that came out somewhere where it's like it's about british humor and like the queen is being made fun of in the show and she's like she has a foul fucking mouth Mm. and it's funny (laughs) because it's like the queen is so prim and proper like she'd never be using this foul language it's a terrible show uh, for a cartoon and stuff (laughs) like that but i do remember like it's it's because of that right Mm. the same reason why um Madoka Magica, like it's so cute and innocent, looks like a regular magical girl anime, and then you get yeah. to the to Madoka, and you're like, oh god, there's blood and death and death and consequences. <laughs> like it's that having that type of dichotomy it makes it uh, funny. So same thing for presidents, because I think it's funny because these uh, these conversations are like this is just normal conversations that people just have. <laughs> Just with like, voices. I just so I, I I I watch these and I'm like you know when I'm playing, I'm, the one, I'm the one who introduced them to you guys right where I was like dude this yeah. shit is so funny but I, I, yeah I watch these and I think you know when we're not streaming and we're just playing games together like on Discord or whatever this is how we talk to each other because <laughs> yeah, I remember like uh, the one that <laughs> the one I recently posted about like anime <laughs> he's like Biden what's your anime tier list he's like Attack on Titan. Uh, <laughs> Demon Slayer. And then Joe, like, this is the most normie list I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll never get tired of like, oh, fucking sleepy joke. <laughs> and then so freaking uh, Obama gives his list. He's like, I can't believe this shit. Why am Obama's I friends like, with you two? Fuck up. <laughs> I, love the ones, I love the ones. I love the ones. I love the ones when they're in Minecraft too. Those are really funny. <laughs> Joe, what did you? Do, really Joe, what did you do with my di- or my uh, Fortune three pickaxe? <laughs> I didn't touch your precious pickaxe, Don. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's great. The uh, the deep fakes though with voices are getting like scary good. And it, it's, that's the yeah, terrible. Like, the only thing part, missing dude. from these are like intonations of like actual talking yeah. intonations. Yeah. But the actual the sound the sounds of the voices are spot on. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. Um, Joe Joe sounds. Joe Biden sounds exactly like Joe Biden. It's so scary. It's kind of scary. It's um, so good. But no, I've, I've really been enjoying them. And it's not just these. Um, uh, they have uh, someone has made a like a chat bot or a AI deepfake voice of Dagoth Ur from Morrowind giving his opinions on video <laughs> games. And it's fucking great. <laughs> have you heard some of the Charlie? Uh, um, the, yeah. Fucking... Moist critical deepfakes. Yeah, the voice critical defects are really good as well. The funny it's thing like, is, it I just shits out so many random words that it works for some reason. I, I watched the the video that someone did where they actually asked ChatGPT to write a script for a Charlie video, and yes. I'm like, this sounds exactly like shit that he would say. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the um, oh shit? So someone has did uh, also did like an AI sort of like streamer. Oh, like, Neurosama. It, it to be... Neurosama. That was, that's insane. We talked that's about so Neurosama crazy. in our um, AI art discussion as yeah, well. Yeah, we actually went into it. Um, Do you want to talk about it for a second? That, that's also insane. I, I've like... mentioned it to Unitai. I genuinely... Because it it's two neural networks that work in tandem. One plays the game. One interacts with chat. Um, it can also sing and do React content now, which is amazing. Um, but I, it's like... 
it's getting better. The more streams it does, the chat bot is definitely getting better at holding conversations. It's insane. And I genuinely feel like I'm watching a computer slowly gain sentience, and it's scary. It's kind of scary. <laughs> bro, bro, I want to... Uh, so, uh, to this topic, I want to add, like, kind of add one of my topics. Have you guys seen the AI Seinfeld stream? Yes. The oh, what now? Oh, no, Holy I haven't. Yeah. So what's the name of it? Uh, forever nothing or something like uh, that. Yeah, forever, forever nothingness or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically Seinfeld, big air quotes, <laughs> but it's AI generated, and it's the sort of it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It's been going on for a bit, and then it got canceled because it did a trans joke or something like that. Oh, and it's geez. it's. That also, you said about like how it's kind of like gained sentience as well. There's a moment where it's like, quote unquote, Jerry and quote unquote, uh, uh, um, um, fucking, what's his name? Um, George Kramer, George, yeah, George, sorry. They're like, they're like in this room and they're like, oh, have we ever tried to escape the window? No, (laughs) there's nothing out there. We're trapped here forever. It's like, uh, Excuse me? <laughs> the computer what? realizes it's in a box. <laughs> so I haven't read the whole story, but it's but it's basically like AI generated Seinfeld skits. And it's very, very it's like it's very strange. I don't know how to describe it properly. It's funny because Neurosama also got banned on Twitch for a week. Really? <laughs> yeah, what she did denied the Holocaust. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, that yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is it is worth mentioning that I don't know how it is with the Seinfeld AI thing, but at least with Neurosama, there is an actual human behind the scenes sort of moderating what she says. So it will cut her off if she starts to get too unhinged. So the Seinfeld, uh, if I'm not mistaken, again, I, I haven't done that much research into it. but So basically the guys who created sort of like created the AI, just let it go mm-hmm. and do whatever it does. And they said they weren't expecting to do something like with profanity and stuff like that because it, it was never written to act like that but it just sort of like um studied and sort of like grew to to go to, i don't know exactly the joke it did but something along that something about trans rights and that's why it got banned off of twitch hmm. <laughs> this um, shit is getting crazy dude it is it's insane <laughs> Would highly recommend you all go and like look up on YouTube AI Seinfeld. I mentioned it really during the weird. during the AI art discussion. Like, be nice to the robots you encounter now because they will remember it when they take over. Always fucking nice Skynet robots, is coming, dude. dude. Yeah, I've always been nice to my robots. Y'all were laughing at me when I was given the robot head pads at the sushi place. That's good, bro. Good. My Roomba is gonna kill me one day. Positive. <laughs> I talk shit about it all the time. <laughs> God. It'll come at you with a knife and it's like, who's laughing now, bitch? I, I came back the other day, knocked up so many things off the table. It's like, How do you, what did you do? What are you doing? Uh, bitch. Uh, that's yeah, really all I had to talk about in particular. But um, yeah, the uh, the AI the AI deepfake voice stuff is is part of it's entertaining. But then part of it has also got me like, mm, where is this going to lead to? Probably know we're good. Yeah. No. Speaking of AI art stuff, um, I've been using it to help me code. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. god. Nice. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you're just real lazy and you need to find a framework to help you think out this problem. And my god, 
does chat gpt work real fucking well for helping you create a framework that yeah is crazy <laughs> so like <laughs> kind of like one of those people do you <laughs> ask chat gpt what is the meaning of life oh i haven't yet Ooh, try it's <laughs> Try we'll it. get to it later. If any, if anyone has uh, an Android phone with the Google Assistant on it, ask it to divide zero by zero. It will insult you for oh. asking. Will it? Why really? would you? Yeah, it, it, it will. It, it, it'll say oh, huh. if you have zero cookies and you divide it among zero friends, that doesn't really make sense, does it? Okay, I gotta hear this. Damn, got shit talked by by fucking Google. Okay, Google. <laughs> oh, here we go. Live. Oh, my divide God. Zero by zero. Zero divided by zero is undefined. Alex, okay. you fucking lied. Well, I don't you know liar. if it still does it, but it used to do it. It would actually it would actually insult you. What would you do? Call it the N-word? Why would you? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm not Ame. I'm not Ame. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so like... Damn. I kind of wish I was on the AI. I mean, it's not really AI art, but I don't. Me think too. I wish I was there as well. I don't think there's anything wrong it. with using AI as a tool because, <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's just a tool like anything else. It's um, a tool like the magic wand in in like Photoshop. It's the same thing. Well, first of all, the magic wand in Photoshop is fucking ass, but it's the best. But it is a tool. But it is a tool. Well, so in my opinion, I think that using AI to do like programmer stuff. Uh, it's gonna get cut out a lot of like very unnecessary middlemen. Bizzle, busy work. Mm. There's a lot of busy work that can be cut out of with AI. So that's kind of bad for the industry because now, like as we've seen with the whole like um, the loans on stuff expiring, the interest rates by the Fed is getting hiked up. So they cut out a bunch of different jobs in the tech industry. There's just like layoffs across the board in the tech industry in America. Over the mm -hmm. last couple months, so it's kind of like it's happening it's kinda, around the world, honestly. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a peek into the future of like once they realize that we don't have to pay you a shit ton of money to do something I don't understand, you lose your worth. Yeah. So, one thing that came out of this whole uh, the lockdown stuff was tech people realizing I can just get into a middleman area where I don't have to really do much work, so I can pick up two or even three remote jobs. And I can make a shit ton of money because I'm just answering emails all day anyway. Or answering calls. Or answering Did you calls. know some companies have clauses or either fucking contracts that you can only uh, get like get paid by that company and not from any other sources? Yeah, and how are they going to fucking find out if I don't tell you? If you're getting paid under the table somewhere, I mean... So, like, I know this because I know a couple of people. If it's not under the table, then yeah, you can find out. It's going to... Well, it's like the only people who know how many how much money I'm making is the feds, right? So not my company would not know that. So unless mm. they have an actual clause saying like you can't work, unless it's like a uh, it could be a conflict of interest and stuff like that. But if you work for two yeah. completely different fields, that, where it's like if you're doing just customer service work, like I'm doing server side work, right? For like uh, let's say I'm working on I don't know Microsoft Azure or some shit, but I'm also doing customer service tech stuff for Twitter. Like those are two completely different fields. One server based, one is just like just front end mm. shit. So they don't. It's not a conflict of interest because they're not using the same proprietary. Propri they're not using proprietary technologies. I think it's mainly like a. Secret. 
think it's mainly of an idea of like we pay you enough for you to work only for us. Yeah, but the thing is, which is dog do... shit for a lot of companies. <laughs> Here's the deal: yeah. you're paying me sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars a year, which is not terrible. I mean, cost of living in Washington is really high, so that's not that great. If you're paying me seventy thousand yeah. dollars a year to maybe that'd, do that'd be great two hours. <laughs> that'd be great, yeah. But your cost of living is a lot lower than it is here. But the point is, I can get two jobs doing the exact same thing, and I'd work the exact same amount at both jobs, about an hour a day for an eight-hour shift to ten-hour shift of actual work. Right. The rest is just like waiting on people to call me up and like, hey, I have this issue. Answering even email. then, it's like <laughs> I can't solve it. I'll fucking I'll send it off to like one of the higher-up engineers or some shit. You know, like hey. So they're having this issue. Here's what the, I've logged. Here's the bug report. Here you go. Like, In your position, John, have you ever been able to do the per my last email thing? Because that's fun. <laughs> per my I've last done, email. I've done per my last email before. I, 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 per my last email. <laughs> <laughs> Some people just don't fucking read. So it's wonderful. Anyway, point is, um, thanks to the rise of AI, uh, a lot of jobs are kind of going to be at risk for that. Again, at the same time, that's something else I mentioned need, in our AI thing. It's like, what is your plan B? Like, so, I get, like I said, pregnant. I think that AI as a tool for programming <laughs> is not a bad thing. Because here's the deal. AI knows how to make things in a giant shell and knows how to make it bland. But it doesn't know how to specialize anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, like I said, I can use it to write code for it's a good tool, video games but that's and stuff it. like that. But it doesn't yeah. actually work one for one. Like, it can't write an entire game for you. You can write it's a good a baseline script for one thing but it's up to you to learn how to piece together those scripts so to me it's just more of a, like an easier tool to like hey this thing understands the language more and it's pretty robust as a conversation robot so like you asking it to do things in a certain way it'll know how to do it faster than you like i think it's good for beginners but yeah obviously if you've been coding for a long time you understand your code left and right backwards and frontwards you know exactly how to do stuff you have a fine-tuned um, understanding of like the engine that you're working with. That's obviously a lot more valuable because you can come up with way more creative ideas than an AI bot can. Because like, so comparing like writing script for uh, like a video game, right? There's multiple ways to write a script for how to move something in a video game in a like a Unity-based mm -hmm. video game in C Sharp. Uh, but how you decide to calculate how you're moving and how you're handling that will change how you interact with the physics engine. So obviously there's more than one way to create a movement system but it's up to you to know how to create it so it works for what you want to show sometimes you just want something that just like hey i'm just i just want i'm doing this for a homework assignment i just need it to move okay you use the ai body it'll tell you how to make you fucking move but if you're programming something for like all right i, I want it to make it move but also i'm gonna have these convoluted fucking um movement tech inside of the game your ai bot's not gonna help you there <laughs> it might be AI bot doesn't have a, a sense of like game feel you know yeah, right. like there's there's a lot more elements to it. So in my opinion, I think that for at least for video game making, I don't think AI is too much of a harm because uh, again, it's just a tool. Or for coding, I do, in however, general. think I think it's going to be bad for people in like uh, computer science stuff, like on that side. Because now instead of employing ten employees to do this, you can employ two. Didn't chat open chat uh, GPT or whatever it's called? Did it literally like pass? Um... What was the exam for like lawyer? What are the lawyer the bar degree? exam? Yeah, the it was able to pass bar a bar exam. exam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like that's insane. But it, like, did you look at it trying to like argue cases and shit? Like, it did terribly. <laughs> it's a terrible oh. fucking lawyer. Like, I remember watching uh, Legal Eagle, one of the YouTubers I watch, 
just from mm. time to time. He's he, great. I love watching his content just because like it's informational and I just again it's just white noise to watch while I'm doing stuff in the background. While you're using but, AI. <laughs> what? While you're using, using no, no. you're watching his video on AI, <laughs> fucking up a legal case while doing something with AI. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I may or may not have used it to try to write a couple scripts that I just didn't feel like doing, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. People, even in the industry, people write their own fucking AI bots and their own script bots to do shit they don't want to do. <laughs> like, that's nothing new. <laughs> oh, what's that? I hate fucking drawing certain things inside of a uh, freaking, uh, what am I using? Photoshop or, or uh, Blender? I hate doing this modeling thing. I'll just write a script for that. <laughs> like, I'll make an AI bot to do it. It's that's probably really good for the, the repetitive time. stuff, too. Yeah. It's a tool, like anything else. But no, I watched. Um, I remember watching Legal Eagle talk about like that case, and I was just like, it was just making me laugh because I'm like, obviously it could pass the bar exam because an AI conversational bot, if you just feed it information, it don't know the information to look. That's that's right. simple as fuck. This control F. Here's your question. Control F, right? But obviously it's not going to know the nuances of how to actually win a case because. Unfortunately, as it is, it's not always about the facts. There's nuances and stuff to winning a case. Like, obviously, facts are facts, and they can make very striking uh, arguments with, like, here's the fact. We found you with the murder weapon at this time. You don't have a good alibi. Sure, right? But there's uh -huh. a little bit of a a little bit of a show where you can, because as long as you create a reasonable doubt, you can get away, right, when you're um, trying to battle a legal case. That's all you have to do. Because they, the... Um, prosecution needs to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you are guilty and that's so the important as, bit and that's the important thing if they cannot prove that you could convince a jury to be they could be a hung jury they'd be like ah oh, we don't know you know? And I don't so, know how it is in all in every other country, but in the U.S., for almost all jury cases, the jury uh, verdict has to be unanimous. Yeah, it has to be unanimous. So, Nikai, what's what is it like over there? <laughs> I don't remember, man. It's almost two a.m. I don't remember. <laughs> It's, cha it's changing rapidly. <laughs> oh, we don't God, have to talk God. about the legal system in Israel because it's <laughs> currently under attack. <laughs> We're not talking about that today. Um, anyway, that's all my points about AI stuff. I hmm. wanna, I wanna interject. I have a question. Hmm. Oh, what's up? Before I go to sleep in a bit, because it's almost 2 a.m., can John and I take over the podcast to talk about Last of Us again? Sure, oh, go God. ahead. Oh, <laughs> we'll God. do it again for another thirty minutes. Go ahead. Uh, I mean. All right, here's the deal. I watched. I'm, right. to, I'm caught up. I'm caught up to episode seven. Uh, so far, I, I really like the show. I honestly. So the first two episodes came out before I started watching it, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, Last of Us so good!" This and that. I'm like, doubt. It can't be that good. No Next fucking down. way. Because I hate hype. I hate listening to people say, "This is so good. It's so good." And it's like, is it though? Or are you guys just like got bad taste? Who knows? But. I will say I am enjoying watching The Last of Us. It Pretty isn't good. very faithful to the to the actual story, and it misses quite a lot from the story. But I do understand that going from a interactive medium like video game to an um, to a not interactive medium like live action, it's hard to translate that because when you're playing through the video game, you feel like you're the character, you feel a lot right. stronger attachment and stuff like that. But I think the show I have to sneeze. <laughs> bless you bless you i think that the show has done a great job at at least trying to make me feel the same emotions that i felt inside of the video game 
It hits the story beats. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think it does that pretty well. And again, it's a good show. Overall, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a good show. I do have some issues with the writing. For some reason, I don't know why some writers can't help themselves, but I don't know why they let like fucking characters act like idiots sometimes. You have sometimes in, in, in movies in general, it happens a lot. But like a character, sometimes they're a kid. They do this do do this something that is like ridiculously stupid and not you no one would actually do in that situation. Um in one of these episodes, so they come across these two characters, Sam and Henry, and they'll like go through this elaborate plan of escaping escaping this like city they're currently in. And the moment they get out of the city, the older character, Sam, is always like, Hey, easy, it's all good. It's like shut the fuck up. And then obviously they find it. It's like why would you write your characters like that? It feels so like it, you're forcing the conflict where like it wouldn't happen. I don't understand why they do that. It also happens in another moment where like in one of the earlier episodes, so they scavenge around looking for like ammunition and, and resources and whatnot. And Ellie goes and she finds this hidden path to like an underground uh, uh, like room or whatever. And she find and, and again that's after she was told don't like don't wander off don't do that and then she finds a zombie who's like his legs are broken and whatnot and she goes to kill it it's like, it's like trapped under rubble yeah yeah trapped under rubble and it's like again like i guess you're trying to show she's like she's like capable on her own but like that's it's really stupid of her to go do it on herself um, oh, and so then they sort of like play it off to like, oh, she found something Joel couldn't find. It's like that's also ridiculous because he's been to that place several times before. So like, what are you trying to make of that? That he's an idiot. So my counterpoint to that it. is that, um, like in the video game with regular uh, Ellie, she's a kid that's been raised inside the walls and she's never been outside, so she's being a kid. Like that's one thing that I thought. Uh, I think I always thought that a weak excuse of they're a kid, therefore they would act stupid. Well, I think I that kids are fucking stupid, man. Here's the deal. So, uh... like with Ellie, she's like she's like eleven, right? Fourteen, whatever. I think she's like eleven or fourteen. I don't remember the 14, age. Fourteen, I think. She's like fourteen. She's supposed to be a kid, and she's she's being a kid, exploring around. She wants a gun so bad because she's like, I've never held a gun, and this and that, right? And it's like that for the video game too, where it's like she's just a kid, dude. Yeah. She, and it's okay for her to act. In that like section, it felt unjustified, though. It felt kind of like overly like go wandering off on her own. Like I, I know what yeah. you you mean. It, that's scene specifically. But what got to me was the fucking Sam and a grown ass man was like acting like an idiot in this very tense situation. Yeah. I don't understand why shows need to make their characters dumber for the sake of conflict. Yeah, I, I like have, don't I apparently have, I have a solution to that question. Give it to me. Yeah, because a lot solution. of the people in Hollywood that write this stuff are incredibly immature and have never grown up. They also aren't real people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're writers. They're not real people. Right, right. Writers writers don't exist. There's no such thing as a writer. <laughs> like, so I think that for a lot of the good changes that they've done in the last one, cracking open a cold like, one with the boys. Yeah, I'm always cracking a cold one, man. <laughs> always. My my ass is quite cold, yeah. Got to hydrate. A posture check. Oh, big sh oh. Oh, <laughs> asshole! God damn it! I was comfortable too. Fine. 
Fucking professional channel, uh, gaming well on the Ga podcast. Gaming and sleeping while <laughs> recording. I don't. Oh, I've been playing Dead Space this entire yeah. time. Have you guys not been playing video games? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm on my second run through of uh, Dead. Oh shit! Did you oh, almost my, fall uh, off your chair? Is there a new <laughs> game plus? Of it? Yeah, in Dead Space remake, there's a new game plus. But I've been playing oh, that this nice. entire time. By the way, if you want to watch John play the the Dead Space remake, there's a playlist on our YouTube channel. But so, I think that in the uh, Last of Us show, I I like the changes that they've made. Like I like that they the made production. Sam... By the way, is like awesome. I love the like I, I beautiful love that they made, shot. Um... Show. God, who's the younger kid? Sam. Sam. I love that they made Sam deaf. I love that. Yeah. I agree. Uh, because it's important to show representation and stuff. Like there are other people who could probably survive in this situation. And I thought oh, was it was the great. original Sam not deaf. No, he was no, just a normal kid. Also, it was uh, cool seeing like an episode shot like that where most of the scenes uh, lack dialogue. You know, in that sense. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. I liked it. In the same sense, though, in that exact in, in endure and survive, I hated the fact that uh, Henry was like he's such a big guy and like he's such a big deal for like all the, bark. Uh, yeah, he's a big yeah. all bark guy. But it's like he does everything for that he wants for his um, younger brother. He's like, I'm going to save him because I, it's the only thing I can do. But then for him to, like, not be serious the entire time and act goofy and stuff, I get that the, the, they're trying to go for, like, oh, this is how he was in the video game. I'm like, I get that, but, th but these not are really, completely yeah. different story beats. Yeah. Like, and like you said about um, with uh, Bill. When we learn about Bill and Frank and stuff. And it's they a do very the different character in the show. A, than the, the game. First of all, I was gushing about episode three because again, episode three is my favorite episode still, just because it's a really good I, episode. I love that they showed what happened for someone who wasn't the main character that we got to actually live his life up till the end. I absolutely adore that, and yeah. they definitely improved upon it because, like, uh, in in the game, it kind of feels like so in the parts where like when you meet um you meet Bill and you you run the quest for him so you can get the fucking car and stuff like that, right? It's kind of boring. It's kind of just meet some guy, run some quests, and it's a video game. Then you can find. It does like, serve little... a purpose, though. It does serve it a very a purpose, good purpose yeah. in like showing what what Joel would have become if he didn't have anyone like Tess or later Ellie in his life. Yeah. You know. So it's like in the video game, it's kind of like the stories are like you can learn sad stories about these people's past and stuff, but you don't really get to live it. So I love that right. they let us live his life, and it's the same thing with like um, Sam and Henry. So in that part of the video game, when you're going through, it's just you're running side quests. You need to go do this stuff to pass through the city, and there are a bunch of raiders. I love that they showed the the KCQZ people like being horrible humans to normal human people, and then the uprising. Right? I love seeing that. Yeah. I love seeing this storytelling. Did you see the, the reference to Ish from the game? Did you see that? No. The, so do you remember the? So when they go through the series of the game, they you see you can follow the logs from Ish, this guy who sort of like try to start a colony in the sewers themselves. Uh, oh, and yeah, the episode, yeah, yeah, And in the episode, you see one of the signs is like something like uh, duty calls for Ish or something like that. Yeah. I like, that was yeah, a really cool Easter egg. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty, they, pretty sweet. Like, um, they finally did the Naughty Dog logo, too. I saw that on one of the keychains. I was like, yeah. oh, Naughty Dog, yeah, there it is. But anyway, point is, I the changes that they've made, I do like. But at the same time, it's like, there is kind of like a difference between like, all right, you're trying to make it connect to the game, and I kind of hate it. Like in that exact same episode of Endure and Survive, it's episode five. In episode yeah. five, 
they show the uh, the bloater, but it's like we didn't know anything about specialty zombies at all, and they kind of just added it in, be like, oh, but also like video game. I hated that. Dumb. Eh, I didn't mind the bloater. Also, I, that's like I hated it because it's like it shows up and you're like, oh, there's big like big evil guys. Big and I'm guys. Like, but that's like you haven't focused on any of the cordyceps zombies at all this entire time. No, Why are they, you showing you, them? You now? got a sense of the clickers, so you can yeah, we tell get the that clickers the in the first, like a progression first episode, first episode, second, the episode? second, I think it's the second episode, yeah, clickers, the clickers the in the second episode. episode, yeah, that that blew me out of the water. They but, were terrified. They were awesome. Yeah, but it's like ever since episode two, though, we haven't made a big deal about any of the monsters. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it, the, and it, yeah, that's why I, I was like, I know that they added it because it had to be a nod to the t- the the video game series, but I'm like. You guys already changed so much about how the cordyceps stuff works. So, like, why are you doing this? You didn't need also, to do the bloater guy. I do feel the need to like correct myself about the the idea about characters being idiots. I did enjoy how. So you have that bit like, I don't mind it if characters are getting called out on it because you have like some section like there was one moment where like where like uh, Ellie tried to sort of save someone with her blood or whatever and it didn't work, and I oh, was yeah. like, that's really fucking stupid. And then an episode later, she was like. Yeah, I know it was stupid. Like, oh, there we go. Like, like, when yeah. you call that out, then like, make, well, so like, am I okay see, with again, it? I, I liked the fact that she tried to do that, right? Because again, it shows that she's just a naive kid. She doesn't. She's but told they call that, it out, and that's why I felt like that was appropriate. Because she's a naive kid, and the fact that they call it out, it's like, yeah, she's supposed to be a naive kid. She wants to be a superhero. She's told that she has all this responsibility and stuff that's on her shoulders, and that's kind of what the story is about, right? <laughs> like your personal happiness versus like the happiness of the world quote unquote the world and then like joel's can bro it's it's coming together like it's a the last of us is a beautiful story and i love it so much because of the the connections and the human emotions inside and like that are included inside of the game and i think it's being conveyed pretty well in the show but yeah going into it um i don't remember who it was who was like bro it's so good there's someone in the server is like talking like it's so good this and that and i'm just like it can't be it's like, all right <laughs> It's a good show. But I do feel I think like it's people a good kinda, show. It's a really I think, good show. I, feel I like think it is kinda... a little bit overhyped though because it's not blowing me away every episode like Mandalorian did. And it's not it, it's not the best video game adaptation that was ever made. Let's be clear on that. I don't I know why it's a good video game that. adaptation. It's a good adaptation. Yeah, it's not the best. I mean, come on. I just think sure. it's a good show in general. Like I Yeah, it's solid. It's, it's just really good. Solid. Something that robbed me, that kind of robs me the wrong way with Last of Us. So I haven't played the second one. I heard from a lot of people it's very different than the first one. Better or for worse, I don't know, but I want to play it sometimes. But I also since, haven't played like, the second one. But yeah, I I heard that everyone hates it because um, best best dad dies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I heard as well, which is kind of a shame. But but I'm like. But so so I'm getting, so I have a point here I want to make. But well, so, I just want to say it's been setting it up for Joel to die in the series anyway, <laughs> because it's like they make such a big deal about when he meets Tommy again and um, Pedro Pascal is like, they I so, did what they I nerf had to, him. Do to make it so we survive. And Dude, then, they nerf him so much in the show. Like they, so in one of the episodes, they're sort of like he's like, they, they, there's something about this like this latest episode I watch where it feels like they're trying to. I don't know if it's even a word, but demasculate Joel. Joel is such a like an empowered kind of like person. He's like he's a like there's. I remember in an interview someone mentioned him. How he's like he's a person who has doesn't have many red cro- red red lines to cross in his life, which is really interesting as a character because he's a very he's a very great character. He's not necessarily a good person, right? But in this show, it feels like he's trying. He's written his 
not as much of a powerful person. Badass? Yeah. I don't know because it's a badass because he's not necessarily he's, a, he's not a glorified kind of character, but it's not as empower like powerful. And well, I mean, part of that is like I believe it's because it's been twenty years since the start of the pandemic, so he's gotten a lot older. So he's supposed to be a lot more frail and stuff. Like he mentions that in um, episode six. Like I'm, yeah, but I don't I'm know. Slower it's, and my reaction time feels weird. I don't know. It feels like they're trying to take away from him, and it's feels wrong making him more human man no he's not just protagonist i I know what you i know i know you i know it's trying to make him more human but it doesn't feel genuine it feels like they're attacking his character i don't know why feels wrong dude i don't know if you guys ever encountered that in media where like you have this character or whatever and it feels like not that the writers hate him but they're trying to make him a lesser man of what he actually is that's what I've been getting from this show in the past, in the last episode. I, I watched. think it's because they're probably going to set it up for him to die at the end of the series, to be honest. Which you mean kind shame, of really. like how they bastardized uh, Master Chief and the yeah. Silver uh, Master Cheeks. Master Cheeks. <laughs> Master Cheeks. I was gonna, Listen, I was gonna, I, I was gonna throw the the uh, the Battlestar Galactica reference out there where they demas or demasculated a a character from the original so much they turned uh, him into a woman. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Wait, which one? one of, also, so you know in what? the original in the original Battlestar Galactica, Starbuck is a dude played by uh, oh really actor Dirk Benedict, and in the remake, uh, Starbuck is a woman played by Katie Sackhoff. No, no, I I've watched the remake. I haven't watched the original. Holy shit, I didn't know that was yeah. a difference. <laughs> so I guess that's that's kind of like demasculating someone. I love Katie Sackhoff's portrayal portrayal though. Like she was amazing. At Starbucks. I don't know if that's really what Natai was going for, though. Oh, he's got to sneeze again. I had to. <laughs> oh, sneeze. he got it. I didn't sneeze. Oh, he, he caught it. He caught that sneeze. Also, something really weird about the credits in the show. It really bugs me and kind of that really rubs me the wrong way. Uh, so, like in the credits, it says created by Neil Druckmann. Bruh, the original directors were Neil Druckmann, and Bruce Trailey. What the fuck happened to him? Like, yeah. why isn't he credited as well? That's that feels kind of weird. I don't know why they do that. You know, given the day, like that's like, like I don't know. The guy co-created it. Have you considered that he maybe asked not to be credited? Uh, I I know that. Okay, so like really, really, really quick uh, history lesson on Naughty Dog. So the game was co-directed by Bruce Trail and Neil Druckmann. At, for a long time, they were sort of like a team, like a duo. They were like always together. Um, after they did that, Naughty Dog went on to work on Uncharted 4, which was had a hell of a production. The director, Amy Henning, was let go from Naughty Dog for reasons that I don't know what. And they, the two of them were brought on to try and sort of like finish the game. Uh, that whole experience was so traumatic that Bruce Trelly just left Naughty Dog afterwards. It was like, I need a break because they were crunching on that game for like a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he didn't come back to work on Last of Us 2. For some reason, I don't know why, it feels like... Maybe I'm, like, put on tinfoil hat, but it feels like revisionist history, where it's like, that guy is kind of being forgotten about when it comes to The Last of Us. It, it kind of... I don't know. It really irks me a bit. Maybe, it, but after experiences wrong, like dude. that, I, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that he just doesn't want to be associated with it anymore. I don't know when you like work on a game for like four or five years and it's like honestly and that first game is like 
there's a reason people love it so much. It is a really fucking good game. And it's being charged so much. It's like, I don't know. Why would they, like, write him off that it's, like, it's 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 his baby as well as like the other guy. It feels really strange to me. I don't know. Maybe there's something maybe behind the scenes that explains game. it. Maybe I don't know. I wouldn't put the tinfoil hat on just yet. I'm yeah, sure we'll there's see. actual reasoning behind it. Yeah, <laughs> then again, maybe maybe Natalia's right. Maybe Neil Druckmann really is that much of an asshole. <laughs> I mean, kind of is. Know. Oh yeah, is that the reputation he has? Well, he was the one who was attacking people for daring to criticize Last of Us 2, wasn't he? Yeah. He said, it's not it's asshole. not oh, my fault because right. I made a bad game. It's your fault because you're a bad player. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I the trolls and stuff about like, oh, Abby's too buff. And it's like, I so, I remember people complaining because one, Joel dies. And two, that was a shitstorm where when uh, Last like, of Us came Apparently, out, the, the girl that kills him is apparently buff. And I remember seeing a photo of like, the buff girl she's just barely toned dude and i'm like she's yeah buff. like what the to be, fuck to be fair i'm sure most of the people that were actually compa- uh, complaining haven't seen a woman in like who knows how <laughs> long <laughs> yeah so i do know there I, were a lot of people when it came out that were genuinely that genuinely said that the story just is nowhere near as good as probably hated it when it came out i remember I remember, oh, I do remember this because I, I I know very little about The Last of Us. I never played the first game. I never played the second game, and I have no I only played the first one feelings so. whatsoever. But I remember Internet Historian was streaming the game, and he all oh, he, that's right. He always streams in character. He streams in character as the Internet Historian, and it's the only time on stream he has ever broke character. And he says, "I can't do it. I can't. This 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 sucks." This game sucks right in the middle of his yeah, stream. I can't That's do this incredible. shit anymore. <laughs> that was kind yeah, of funny. I don't know. Something about that whole, like, thing. Like, maybe it is also, like, Neil Druckmann as a person just wants to be the wrong way. Just wrong. But again, Last of Us, really good show. Really looking forward to seeing how it goes. I'm not going to watch season two because I haven't played the second game, so I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> um, I mean... I feel like I should probably I'd rather play the play game, game first than don't watch it. Yeah. Hey, maybe I'll hook up the PS5 and I'll stream it. <laughs> you back some game with me. Yeah, I I'd do it. The John and Ty show is coming back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> one yeah, one, uh, one day it'll be a regular thing. <laughs> I think I'm gonna bow out and go to to sleep. I want I'll try to get some sleep before going to work. So all right, that's fine. I hope you guys have a good rest of the stream. Uh, Thanks I'll for joining us, Natai. Bye, Natai. Watch this. See if I can do this. Boom! I got his. Cool. I got his chibi up right as he left. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I do have to ask, John, since since you have it written down here, what why why you hate early access, bro? <laughs> okay, so sons of the. I'm doing a boss battle right now. I just I'm on my third attempt. Oh, it's kind of oh. hard on hard. Okay, okay. Do, do you want us to uh, get to you later? No, 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 no. I just pause the game. You okay. can pause if you hit it. That, that's the great thing about video games to know that you can pause them. So, I got Sons of the Forest. I wasn't originally going to get Sons of the Forest because I was like, look, the forest when it first came out was a shit show. I hated the game, and it took like two years for it to get good. And then that's when I enjoyed playing it. I felt the same way about Sons of the Forest because one, they released it early access. They've already delayed it. Like it was originally supposed to come out in like Halloween, 
and it didn't and they delayed it and then instead of delaying it again because they were not satisfied with the game they just released it as early access and i was like fuck it i'm gonna play it i think i paid like 40 bucks for it or something or 20 bucks and i was just like yep this is definitely an early access game because there's a bunch of bugs um the story is not done there's no fucking voice acting and none of the shit makes sense in the game in sons of the forest like what you're supposed to do i mean it's it's supposed to be like that like the game is supposed to be unclear what you're supposed to do and stuff like, like a that. mystery yeah because you kind of just do your own thing until you figure and then it's kind of like the game is about survive until you figure out how to piece together what happened here mm, right gotcha. that's how the first game is and that's how the second game is is except in the first game you you have an objective you have to find your son but in your surviving of the island you find little hints and clues about like what happened here what's happening here and like all the fucked up shit that happened here and in number two it's like it's the same deal except you don't have an objective other than like find your teammates but it doesn't tell you (laughs) yeah it's like survive but it doesn't have anything that relates to your teammates or what they're doing so in the first one at least when you're looking for your son it has little breadcrumbs of like your son was here he's drawing and he's leaving drawings in places that you're finding lore at in the second one they don't have any of that like you don't meet any of your teammates except one guy that you do you'll meet one of your teammates and he gives you he's gonna be dead and you get a shotgun from his grave and that's the only story thing but it's like other than that you don't meet your other two teammates that you're supposed to find this sounds like such a reverse from the first game jesus well to be fair like i said it took him about two years to finish the campaign and finish the game of the original the forest to actually like get something coherent out but uh i i think that in a year or two this this will be ready for actual release and it, it's it plays fine like it runs really good it looks really good so is your problem with early access that people are being charged for unfinished games because i would argue that the same has been going on for allegedly completed AAA games for like 10 years <laughs> so my issue is that i don't like early access games because one you're paying money for an unfinished product that you don't ever know will be finished uh seven days to die is a game that i loved playing but that game has been in alpha it hasn't even it's not even in beta it's in alpha for the last seven years yeah it's a game that released on console in an alpha build like it's not a complete game and they're consistently changing i think they're on like alpha 20 right now or something alpha 19 or alpha 21 or something and it's like I don't like the fact that people are releasing games as early access games just to be like, I released the game and they'll use that initial success of like, because Sons of the Forest uh, was the most wish listed game like prior to its release mm-hmm. because the game has been so successful in like crafting this crazy story and stuff like that. Like, quite literally. And a lot of streamers stream- also streamed The Forest. Yeah, and so Sons of the Forest, it literally crashed Steam. I couldn't buy the game for the first couple hours because the store page was crashing because (laughs) so many people were trying to buy the game. Like, that's insane. That is. But, you know, they made, like, I believe they made, they sold, let's see, two two million copies in the first day. Wow. Jesus. It's just an early access. Early access game. It's a $20 game. They sold it two million copies. First fucking day one day that's insane amount of money would it bother and you I as much that... if the early access uh access was free like if you could just download no. the game for free so here's the deal i understand that if you down so if 
they didn't make the game early access and sell for 20 bucks and instead made it free they would not have gotten nearly as much money Hmm. so i think that they should be paid but i just don't like this idea that we can just release unfinished games just as and and call it early access like it's fine we'll we'll make you pay the full price for the game but we're going to call it full like early access like you're just as shitty as people who release games that are unfinished like like cd project Red. 76 <laughs> like cd project red games like the freaking cyberpunk 2077 i i hate that they, people are releasing games in general not being finished i understand that they made a promise for a deadline so they had to meet it and stuff like that and plus there's like a and they got a publisher believe... that's probably breathing down their fucking next 24 hours a day yeah they've got you got i get that you have deadlines because you have publishers and stuff like that but it's just it's so shitty that this is what we've moved to instead of like making a good game and releasing it on time and stuff like that you're just like there's two there's there's something called scope creep right where you you've over promised and you're gonna under deliver and Isn't it, it should called be feature creep no it's called scope creep or feature right. creep it depends so scope creep is just when so your scope of your game right like here are all the things in this giant bubble that we want to put in the game versus like uh and that's about over promising and under delivering that's terrible that's completely bad feature creep is like when you've made this thing here's the thing that we want to make and you've hit all these things but now we're trying to add more things and now all of a sudden it's getting too crazy because we're trying to add too many things to make it better and the team you have can't handle the scope well can't hand yeah you can't either you're over promising and under you're over promising and under delivering or you're you make your promises but now you're uh overwhelming your developers because now you want to add so many more things after yeah. the promise initial stuff and it's like that's bad too it's bad for developers which is exactly what happened with cyberpunk 2077 they went in with yeah. absolutely lofty goals and they only got loftier as the development went on yeah that's called creep uh scope creep it's just yeah. terrible so i think that i just don't like early access games i i don't think you should release a game in early access in general like either release a demo or a beta and just have it open for like a week or two and then after that finish your game and then release it i know that there's been some like pretty simple there's been some indie developers that have done like early access stuff on steam it's just to gauge like is there any interest in this game at all should i continue developing it and then they find out oh there's there's an audience here I'll, I'll, i'll finish it well i understand the point of having that because uh like for my game for example i'm probably gonna release it under early access as well and on <laughs> steam for like 10 bucks be like do people is there a mark because here's the deal when you go to a publisher you need to have a finished game and you need to have like this is our statistics hmm. we open this game up for early access and we have a million downloads already hmm. that a publisher will look at and be like all right when can you deliver the full game how yeah. much money do you want what do you need from us and that's how you that's how you do business so I understand that. But the thing is, Sons of the Forest didn't need to be an early access game. They already had a market. People have been hyped for this game for a while because, again, the forest was a fun game. And it's crazy, and it's like crazy survival stuff. So they didn't need to do the early access thing, but they chose to do it because, again, I get you have a deadline, you got to meet and stuff like that. But at yeah. least when you release the early access game, at least have shit done. Yeah. Like I said, so it took about... I'd say 20 hours, just about 20 hours of playing Sons of the Forest to beat it, beat it, to get to the ending and stuff like that, to get to a point where we were comfortable enough in our survival um, cycle that we felt like we could explore and actually beat the game. 
only about 20 hours that's did not we, a lot of time do you watch Crunchyroll Intermail Wars yeah we actually talked about it at the very beginning of the stream well not the very beginning because you guys were fucking wincing over <laughs> Last of Us but we're talking about The Last of Us <laughs> uh, yeah we talked about uh, the awards a little bit at the very at like the 40 minute mark yeah I didn't so. actually watch it myself I just saw I completely uh, forgot no, about I was, it I I don't watch award shows in general, so except for ours because you have to because you edit it. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I mean by I hate early access games because I understand that it can be used as a tool to gain, like, to garner interest. That's fine. To and me. marketing, yeah, marketing purposes, garnering interest, and again, figuring out do you have a potential market you're breaking into so you can show developers. That is fine, but when you are a well-established title and you already know people love your fucking shit. Don't release your game in early access just because you think like it's it's just so unfinished. It, it wasn't. I wouldn't even call that early access. That was barely a beta, dude. Twenty hours of only playing. Do you think I it's, got more? I got more it's... content out of playing Destiny 2's open beta weekend. I played thirty hours of that, <laughs> and I had a lot more fun doing it than your early access game. Do you think a it's, it's beta? Do you think it's better to do it like say you have ninety percent of your game finished, right? Um, yeah. and then you put it out there in early access, but maybe you restrict, like, you can only get this far in the early access build, right? Yeah, a lot of people do demos like that. Yeah. Do you think that's more of an acceptable way to do early access than how a lot of people do it? So, there's a game that did that as, like, um, it's like a Monster Hunter World clone that, in my oh, opinion, oh. was... Yeah, Daunt yeah, I know what you're Dauntless? talking about. Dauntless? Yeah, it's like Daunt Dauntless, I think it's called? Okay. No, no, no. No, it's not Dauntless. It's something else. Um, hold on, I'll look it up right now. Give me a second. Okay, right. look that up, so, Jamie. Basically, it was a MMORPG version of Monster Hunter World. It was basically a Monster Hunter World clone okay. with not nearly as good weapons and not nearly as good monsters. Who would have thought that in a game that it's more than uh, it's about the combat and the the environments and stuff, and it's like this shitty rip is just terrible. I'm pretty sure it was called Dauntless. Hold on. That's what I'm thinking of. At least I'm gonna look it up now too. Oh my goodness! Wild Heart, Jamie. right? Isn't that what you were talking about? What do you say? Wild Heart? Oh no, no, no. Wild that's, Heart. The, that's the new one. Oh, you're talking. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The old clone. Yeah, I'm, I was yeah. thinking about the new Monster Hunter clone. No, no, no. Dauntless is a Epic Games one. Yeah, it was Dauntless. I was right. Okay, and it's okay. play for free now. Cross-platform wow. hunting action RPG. Anyway, it's Monster Hunter oh, World actually. Yeah. copy, and it's a bad copy at that. But point is, uh, Dauntless came out, and it was trying to like garner um, people to play it and stuff like that with its open access. And it's like it did uh, the same thing, where it's like it, you basically can get to a certain point in the game, mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, so this is basically what the it's it's like a vertical slice, right? Uh, it's a this is what basically the game is gonna be like. So do you want to keep playing? And I was like, I don't. I don't want to keep playing. Thanks for your uh, business. <laughs> so then I left because <laughs> it, it was having a free weekend. And it's like, because here's the deal. I don't want to pay money for a game that I'm not going to enjoy playing. Like, I don't like paying money in general for anything. <laughs> you know, God, I hate paying money for video games. I think the free but, weekend thing is a pretty cool way to go about it, though. No, yeah. it is. Like, I just and feel if like it nets any players at all, that's good for them. I just feel like the idea behind early access as a substitute for like a fully released game, like it just means unfinished. And I understand that the developers for Sons of the Force know that it was unfinished. They were not happy with what they released with. And I'm glad that they said that. But here's the problem. 
even like this is not even nearly what I would consider finished. Like the the bare bone mechanics are there. Hmm. This feels like an alpha, but they yet dare sell it as early access, as in like this game is going to be fully released in two months. It's not. It's going to take a whole entire year. Yeah, it's going to take a whole freaking year for this game to be fully developed, in my opinion. Like, st- there's again, there's no story. There's nothing linking any of that. Like, the bare minimum of crafting and going around and stuff has been done, and that's about it. It's the literal bare bones. They actually didn't actually, well, put anything up. Yeah. yeah. And, like, what's crazier is, like, this map is it's bigger than the last map. And yet, thanks to how they do traversing in the game, because there's zipline guns and stuff like like that. You can set up zipline. Like me and my buddy, we spent like an entire day setting up a zipline system <laughs> across the entire island. <laughs> so you could just zip across the island. Zoom. <laughs> wow, this really sounds like Wild Hearts. <laughs> no, this is for Sons of the Forest. No, no, I know. Is... I'm just like hearing it. It's like Wild Hearts is just like this too. I'm like, wow. But point is like these type of games, you, you make your own fun, right? Like, yeah. It, yeah. Obviously, the main storyline is the main storyline, but in these survival type games, it's just more fun if you just make your own fun for like stupid, crazy things to do. Well, especially and where you game... can where you can like do co op stuff with a friend. Yeah, and I I feel like it's done really well in that aspect where it's like I I like the stupid stuff that I can do, hmm. but just how they do like they they lock some of the best guns near the end of the game, like the best weapons and the best shit near the end of the game. Which is like weird because in the original The Forest, they didn't lock any of the stuff near the end of the game. It just rewarded you for exploring. This game doesn't do that. And it's like, it's such a, it's a 180 from what they were doing. With the original The Forest, they rewarded you for exploring caves, which were crazy and scary, but they rewarded you for each one you did. And you didn't have to do any of them in any specific order. Versus in Sons of the Forest, you kind of have to explore in a very specific order for the caves to do the storyline and all the stuff that is really cool, like the samurai sword, the shotgun, the second pistol, the second shotgun, those and the crossbow, they're locked behind story stuff. And it's just like, it doesn't reward you for exploring. When I explore, all I get is just material stuff. And I'm just like, that's that's boring. (laughs) Like, it doesn't reward you for exploring in the game anymore. That's crazy to me. How do you go backwards from that? You had yeah. such a good thing going. So I feel like this early access game doesn't even deserve the badge of early access because it's just not wow. ready. That bad, huh? That's it's not sad, bad. Honestly. It's just mid. It's like <laughs> it's worse. Then it's worse working... than bad. If it's mid, it's worse than bad. Like I honest, I think this game will be great once they're actually finished with everything. But just like it was with the Forest One, I really do. I just it's the same developers, that. correct? Yeah, it's the same developer. I just hate that they made it just different. Like they they not different, but they made it like backwards from what they were originally doing. Hmm. I don't understand. They've created the combat system to make it like not as fun. It doesn't feel as fun to fight uh as it did in number 1 because they throw more enemies at you and stuff now. So it's like there's no tactical like way to play anymore. Like before it, you would be you fight three enemies at the same time and it's like oh god this is hard it's challenging now it's like oh we're just gonna throw five ten enemies at you at the same time and just good luck (laughs) it's just like yeah and it's just i don't know man the game game design industry man it's 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 an interesting place it's in (laughs) i just think it's an unfinished game and i don't think 
it's going where they want it to go, and I don't know why they released it at all, other than obviously their publisher told them to. But I, I think they, I'm pretty sure they published themselves. Oh, a self-published game. I feel like they do. I, I'm probably wrong though. I, I don't uh, actually know. Jamie who looked at the publisher. <laughs> Maybe a publicity stunt. I mean, I, like I, I said, I, I knew that why. they originally were, they were aiming for. They had a specific deadline that they wanted to. New Night. New Night made them publish it, probably. Mm. Is that their own company? I, I don't know. I think it might be their own company, because <laughs> they're called N-Night. <clears throat> oh, it was a $30 game. Oh, shit, that's even worse. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, their original game is like 20 bucks. What was the... Uh, so, so uh, another, another prominent... Well, prominent to me. I don't know if it's prominent to anybody else. Um game that released in early access recently was uh Kerbal Space Program 2 and that was That's a an shit indie show developer game too. Huh? Yeah. Wait, why was it a shit show? Uh it is an indie dev game. It's uh, it's unfinished. Uh it is early access, but it's almost full fucking price. It's $50. Wait, shit. what? Yeah. Why? And the best part is you need a fucking like computer from NASA to run this shit. Oh, it's that badly unoptimized. Uh, well, the minimum suggested uh like graphics card you need is a thirty seventy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. No way. Yeah. No fucking way. Uh, they also recommend thirty two gigabytes of RAM, <laughs> and um, at least an Intel i five uh eleventh gen CPU. So you gotta have like some really good specs to uh, to get this shit to work. How ballsy of them! Wow. And apparently, a lot of the features that they promised aren't even in the game yet. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> but yeah, this, this sounds like they—they're just asking you to beta <laughs> test some bloatware. Kind of, yeah. It. it genuinely feels like it was released in early access to have a bunch of people beta test the game for them. Um, for, for for the you know measly price of fifty bucks, <laughs> so not only do you get to pay to to do a job for them, it's not even a good job. <laughs> My God, um, which is a shame because I genuinely did love the first Kerbal Space Program. Um, I think it was just a really fun rocket building kind of experience, and. Um, I definitely think that they will keep developing this game and it will be a good game eventually, but it's not worth $50 right now from what I've seen. That's a a big yikes from me, dog. I mean, you got to have like a $3,500 computer minimum to play this game. (laughs) You got to understand, though. The developers behind Kerbal Space Program are indie developers. Uh, They were. They were acquired by someone i forget who oh so uh, they're not even indie anymore they were uh no, that's what i'm saying they're not uh, not anymore was it private private division i think maybe i i don't know i know that they were acquired by someone they did start out as a um as an indie developer though but uh All yeah right. it's kind of the same thing with the the whole early access it's like I mean, I get it if most of your game is done and you want to use early access as like a, a marketing tool or something. That's cool. Fine. Put it out there for 10 bucks. Let people decide if they want to, you know, get the full game. Um, but the way that a lot of people, I think, use it to just release uh, release unfinished games and maybe never even finish them. Oh, it's owned by Take-Two. Private Division. Take-Two. Oh, wow. So 
they're the brainchild of the Take Two guys. Okay. They're a subsidiary of Take Two. Okay. I knew they'd gotten acquired by someone. They were acquired by Private Division, which is a subsidiary of Take Two. Okay. Sweet. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely hope that the game ends up being what they promised because I do want to play it because I really liked Kerbal Space, the first Kerbal Space program. Um, I've only heard hilarious things about the first one. Uh, so killing your Kerbins is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting a rocket together in five minutes and be like, "Fuck it, send it." <laughs> uh, oh, it was right. developed by Intercept Games. Mm. Yeah, they were. No, it's a take two. All right, I see. Yeah, no, take two took them. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. They the first Kerbal Space Program was developed by an indie team. Yeah, uh, squad now was the name was, of them. Now it's developed by Take Two's team, Intercept Games. Mm. All right, what's the next thing? Yeah, what, what do we want to talk about next? Uh, Chinoda, how how is becoming part of the uh, the living realm been? Oh yeah, um, so I very recently became uh, I went from part time to full time, basically, even though I was already working full time hours, um. And with that came the option of choosing what my shift would be. I decided to go to day shift just because I was like, I miss having a social life. So I did it. Uh, they basically gave me no days to transition over from night to day. So I, I basically raw dogged it, which not that bad because I've been traveling around the world since my childhood. So like, I'm very used to um, switching uh, daytime and nighttime stuff. Um, it's weird, man. Like, actually waking up with the sun instead, <laughs> instead of, of going, going to sleep, sleep, sleep to it. Yeah. Um, it's been weird. I've, I've been already able to do a lot of, uh, actual daytime stuff and even help some of my friends out, um, after work or whatever. So, like... It's weird, but nice. Um, I, I like uh, having day shifts so far. Oh, not to mention, it's so much easier, too. So, I love it. The job Except itself, for today. you mean? Today was fucking tough. The job itself, yeah. you mean? Yeah, the job itself. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've but done... overall, no, it's nice. I have a lot more time during the day now. I've done both myself, and I have to say I prefer being a night owl over being a day person. <laughs> See, I really wish I was back on, like, swing shift uh, my natural cycle is like wake up at noon or 1 p.m and go to sleep at like 3 a.m i wish i was back on that schedule i mean I, i'm pretty much i'm pretty much the same like i i wake up at uh, like 1 30 in the afternoons and i don't go to sleep until 6 a.m <laughs> um but yeah that's all i wanted to say about that okay. um welcome to being... the land of the living Chinoda. <laughs> yeah it's it's weird it's not bad I'll probably stick around until I don't like it anymore or something. Who knows? Um, I recently cut my hair very yes. short. It's, yes, it's we not see. Noticeable. Uh, it's already growing back a lot. Like, she that's just my head too. Yeah, well, yeah. We I, the the glare has been killing me the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally see a glare. Do you want to hear a funny uh, story about that? My father is bald. But he's, he okay. was bald like where it's just on the side of his head. So he's got a really chrome dome on the top. Um, and we were at um, 
it was called MGM Studios at the time. It's called Hollywood Studios now at Disney. With it was me, my mom, and my dad. And my dad, <laughs> he he had a hat with him, but he wasn't wearing it. And he kept bless you. Are you getting sick? Thank you. Allergies, dude. Uh, um, but he kept walking so far ahead of us, and me and my mom were getting pissed at him. And my mom, in the middle of a giant crowd, screams out, "Sir, sir, could you put your hat on? The glare is killing us back here." <laughs> Damn. And my Your dad just, my dad just like with his little, with the hat in his hand, just goes. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> my mom is a yeah. savage. My mom is a straight up savage sometimes. Jesus, I've heard stories about this woman, <laughs> but God, I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, you have shaved your head though. Uh, no. You know what's really fucking weird? I like not even when there's wind. When I'm just standing somewhere i can literally feel where the air is going i can feel the air current that's so weird i forgot what that felt like i was just like oh that's where that smell is coming from okay i was just what? like what? what no like what does that you mean? smell something and like you can also tell where the air is coming from wait how how is this related to like yeah being bald? i struggle to see the, you can the connection feel where air is coming from from your head like you can oh, feel a lot okay. more of the air currents from yeah, your because uh, you your skin is now exposed yeah exactly exactly when you have hair you have a literal shield and you can't tell but when you when you don't you can literally tell where it's coming from and like exactly what it's like and like I find that really fascinating I don't know man it's just cool I've never shaved my head so I don't know what that's like you should try it out. It's it's an interesting experience. I shouldn't for two reasons. One, I get ingrown hairs on the back of my head that evolve into Ooh. like giant bumps. I actually have one right now and it hurts like hell. Two, Ouch. my birthmark is on the top of my head. <laughs> no? The fuck? <laughs> Wait, so how do you know that? Uh, because when I was young, I did get like a buzz cut one time and you could see it. Oh. I've never completely shaved the hair off the top of my head though. Oh, that's actually interesting. What does it look like? I t I've never personally seen it. I just know I've oh, been told that's told where you. it is. All right, all right. Um, Bad Batch season two is airing. Fucking great. Most of it's been kind of filler, but like there's been stuff here and there. Um, that actually is really important to the Star Wars universe. I've been loving the shit out of that. But Mando, um, though. Tell me about Mando. Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1, just aired a um, couple days ago oh. now, actually. And holy shit. Holy that was shit. fucking awesome. Some beautiful uh, space dog fights. Um, lots of interesting creatures. It's, it's the Mandalorian. It's back, and I fucking love it. Um, it wasn't the strongest episode necessarily, but just a lot of classic Star Wars shenanigans, and I fucking loved it. It was great. I'm so happy that it's back. So, and uh, we, we, very soon, actually, we have uh, the next uh, Jedi game coming out. Uh, not Fallen Order. Uh, what's uh, the next one? 
I know what you're talking about. I forget what they're called. The the sequel to Fallen Order, right? Yeah, it's the sequel to Fallen Order. I'm trying to remember the title. Oh, I have that. I bought that, and I, I have not played it yet. Oh, you need to, bro. Bro, it's really fucking good. Jedi like, Survivor. It's actually fun. Survivor, Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I also pre-ordered the audiobook for it. So, Isn't like, it just like a Dark Souls game in the Star Wars universe? No. Basically, no. Yeah. Ish, kind of, but, like, not really. Um... No, call it what it is. It's just Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls with a veneer of Star Wars over it. <laughs> it it's Dark Souls light at at best. Anyway, um, plenty of Star Wars. That makes me a very happy boy. I love me some Star Wars. Uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall. Oh, boy. Um, I'm not going to say any spoilers, first of all. Like at least not like any specific spoilers. Ask Natai but... to play it and see what he says. <laughs> Does he uh, hate Destiny? No, he, wait, I think he likes Destiny, but he feels no. like it's like getting a second job. <laughs> yeah, it and like, he's is. not completely wrong. Yeah, but oh boy, I I finished the Lightfall campaign literally last night with uh, one of my friends. Like we just sat and we started doing a couple I only meant to do like a couple we ended up going through the whole thing uh, through a couple of hours I have thoughts um, <laughs> are any of them good? <laughs> no there are good parts uh, I did have fun playing the campaign itself it was a good time but the story the narrative itself there was some problems I've had and like campaign direction I, I also had problems with that as well mm. um fuck I can't get into too much of what can I say okay so one of the new things that comes with Lightfall is a new subclass called Strand you, you're basically playing around with string theory um during but the uh but at the same time while this is happening while you're getting this new subclass you're training for it while there's a literal war going on from like the big bad uh himself this was this was essentially uh, oh no i can't say that that would be spoilers <laughs> um, what can you say without spoilers no no i'm really trying to tell the line just for people who haven't uh finished it yet or played it yet um Basically, you're learning this subclass while there's a war going on, and instead of like focusing more on the war, you do a couple of training montages with the subclass itself to like really learn it. And I had I had issues with that. I'm like, yo, there's an actual war going on, and we're just doing this. Like, the hell. And um, towards the ending there were some very questionable narrative choices that happens and a lot of the community actually is kind of pissed about it this feels like it feels like we've been taking five ten steps forward but like this dlc feels like we just took 50 steps back in terms of like how to do narrative and everyone's pissed about it yeah no Everyone is really mad about it. Um, starting maybe not tonight, but uh, tomorrow night, I'm gonna start doing the after campaign uh stuff, the uh seasonal stuff. So far, though, it seems good. A lot of new stuff, a lot of fun stuff, which I do like. 
Um, it is kind of another job, not gonna lie. <laughs> and like, there's been a, a bunch of, of other games that's uh gotten updates, DLCs, and all that. So I'm just like trying to juggle everything, and it's a lot. I'm having fun though. It's a, it's a good time to be a gamer. It really is. Is it though? <laughs> it is okay. All right. I, I disagree, uh, but that's a completely different discussion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. Is that it? Is have we gotten through our entire list? I, I believe so. Yeah. I, mean, I have fir- one. Oh, one small thing to talk about. God damn it, John! I want to go. I have pizza to go. I also food. just realized we completely glossed over a question that was asked. Oh, did? Oh, we? yeah. What actor would you like to hang out with? I'll save that for the next WTF. Uh. I really should have brought this up with the chat GPT thing, but when will they toss conversational AI into a, a little scouter that auto-translates for you while, while it talks? That's when, what Google Glass was supposed to be, basically. Yeah. Like, I kind of just want a scouter that'll be like, auto-translate things perfectly for you. Like, I just have subtitles everywhere. I just want that. So, like, so like if you, if thing. you, would it also be like one of those things, like, say you went to Japan and it would actually translate the signs for you and, like, yeah. overlay the text on top of the sign? Yeah. That'd be Bro, awesome. That's that is so they do that right now with um if you have like Google Translate and stuff on your phone, you can mm. actually just do that. I anyway that. Yeah, right I do now. that. I do that from time to time. So I just want that, but in like glasses form. Just give me just give me the scouter no, levels, okay. dude. Like AI you scouter. Guys, you guys heard of Google Glass, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean that's, that's kind of what it was. What it legit, that's some of the stuff it was supposed to do. And I'm kind of pissed that project went through the Google graveyard, because that would have been legitimately life-altering. I feel like if we're going to do something like that, it's got to be unintrusive. So the thing is that we already... Why should we make a specific glass for that when you have Google, like, just translate your phone right here? You'd use your phone, whip it out, bang, translates for you. And then if you're talking, just, like, talk and then let them read, you know? You can even yeah, do with, with Google Translate. It even has a conversation feature where you can choose the two languages and have a conversation using the phone. No, that that is yeah. true. And that so is true. Like, I have used it too. But... I just want an auto-translation scouter that's just, it'll detect whatever I'm looking at and translate for me. I don't have to, like, if I don't know the language, all right, because I want some crazy shit to happen where, like, the AI becomes sentient and learns, like, ancient Sumerian or some shit. <laughs> and then you're looking at the cursed tablet Right, and then like you're sudden, but you're fucking summoning demons now. <laughs> like that'd be crazy shit. I posted in the Discord server a couple of days ago a picture of, uh, I, I think it's written in ancient Sumerian. As a matter of fact, it's the oldest <laughs> known customer service complaint. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. <laughs> about. And it, it's written, it's written on a clay tablet, and it's like from 1700 BC. <laughs> All right, John. So counterpoint to what you said. Because I want to wear cool fucking tech. Like, yeah, I can do it from my phone. Sure, whatever. Okay, David, but calm the fuck down. <laughs> I love cool fucking tech. And I want to get grown the fuck shit. out. Hell yeah, bro. Fucking let's do it. Let's go all chrome. Oh, God. I mean, it's not like I don't understand. I think it's pretty cool, too. But Like, yes, we do have the functionality on our phones and I will always love my phone for that and will be using that for the rest of my life because of that but I would just like to have cool devices like that just because it's cool to have I love the um, cyberpunk uh, theme of it 
Like, it's just cool. I've thought about that a lot. Like, if if, if something like the what, what happens in, like, Cyberpunk with the implants and shit, would I do it? I don't think I would. I would. <laughs> I'd get chrome the fuck out. Like, I'm being completely honest here. Like, I don't think I would. As, as like, I mean, maybe my eyes. Bro, we have prosthetics right now. Yeah, but, but a yeah, prosthetic like, prosthetics, prosthetics right now. now versus like, like better prosthetics. Or, yeah. Bro, let me let me tell you about some prosthetics that are way cooler than actual like body parts. Like, you, you see those like fake legs that they give people, and it's like, oh, you can't run with normal people because you run too much faster than normal oh the blades. Yeah, those bladed like spring things. Like, yeah. come on, bro, come on. I don't know. I I don't know if I would. The eyes would probably be the limit because my eyes are terrible. I get chrome guys. I don't no problem for that. But yeah, other than that, uh, let me tell you about Genshin Impact, guys. Oh God! <laughs> no, 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 no. Alex, end this. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let's let the let's saying. let the Genshin whore. Oh my God! Listen, they they released Dea. And they just absolutely tore her kid apart, and they made her do even less damage. And her kid. Oh no 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 no! John, <clears throat> talk about that voice actor that got fired uh, from Genshin. Uh, how, he how am I voiced to some guy. About? How am I supposed I to know. talk about that if I don't know about it? Yeah. You know obviously more yeah, than know. I do. How the no, fuck I do I know about this more than you? Bro, I don't stay on Twitter. That's why I have a life. I'm on Twitter. I'm because never on Twitter. I know exactly well, I how he like plays the fucking time. game. He doesn't fucking research the game. No, I just play the game. Yeah, like I, I look at upcoming character art and I'm like, yo, this girl looks hella cool. I'm gonna buy her, and it's not gonna stop me from paying five hundred dollars to like max out her kit or nothing. Also, don't you play saying, the game in Japanese? Say, I do play it in Japanese. <laughs> I'm just saying they did my girl Dea dirty. They nerfed her even more. They made her so her kit doesn't like synergize at all with anyone. Like she's just a garbage character. Now, when you she's, say nerfed, did they just take away her ass cheeks or? No, they nerfed as in like she does even less damage than oh. when she was supposed than what she was supposed to do in the beta. I thought you meant they changed her design and she has like smaller tits or a smaller ass. No, no, that was uh they did that to Lisa and uh, Eula. I find it funny that there's a character in that game that's named after a uh, license agreement. End user <laughs> license agreement, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just like, I don't know if it's because Mihoyo is, or Hoyo versus just racist, but they made, like, the two girl characters who are dark-skinned have the worst kits in the game. <laughs> I don't know if that's now, racism or not, it, but it's kind of it suspicious. Is the, if it is, John, that is the most subtle attempt at racism I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm just saying, the only two brown characters in the game... Are pretty bad kits. Actually, even Sino is a brown colored character, and he has a pretty bad. And, and Candace, all the brown colored people in the game have bad kits. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm is this a coincidence or is Hoyoverse just fucking racist? I don't know, bro. I don't know either. But no, Dea is just they they. So she has like the lowest multipliers in the game for like a Claymore user. Her kit doesn't synergize with anyone else. That's the worst part. Mm. Like when you use her ultimate ability. It auto casts and it counts as ultimate damage, so you can't even use it to like work with really strong characters. It's just bad overall. And I, she has. It's such a shame because she has such a cool. She looks so cool. Let me let me Google a picture for you guys. <laughs> just look at this girl. All right, where are you posting this? 
You can post it in the VIP chat. Oh boy. VIP chat. Who are you? Let's Just see look who at you're her. simping over. Just look at her! Alright, she's not bad. Just fucking. Ooh. Bro! Bro! Cutie. I do like the midriff. Alright. That is a cutie. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Just. I, I love I love her uh, stare. Uh, her stare. She could stab me. She could stab me. Oh, Jesus. Look at that. It's her in the anime. There's an anime? Oh, uh, yeah. Genshin Impact anime coming out like next year. Oh. Alright. <clears throat> anyway, wait for the increase in porn. <laughs> there will be. Bro, there's so much. There's so much in Genshin porn, but oh, there yeah. is. I'm subscribed to like. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but John, anyway. you know, there's always an increase when the anime comes out. There's always an of increase. Course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. But yeah, I just love Deus. She just looks so cool. Dude. She's such a badass. Like, just like just why admit I got it, you John. Look. You want her to step on you. Oh, what? Not a weirdo like you. And with that, Alex, you <laughs> thank you all out there for oh. stopping by. Oh, yeah, we should end this. We're just over three hours now. Jesus Christ, oh, three hours. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't actually have a like a specific topic to talk about. <laughs> spent like an hour talking about the Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you did. You really did. <laughs> Listen, I I really like the show. Twice. <laughs> um but yeah we will we'll go ahead and end it there thank you everyone that dropped in uh to listen to us um check the description below where you can find links to anime club after dark on twitch on social media and on discord um check out our merch store uh any purchases you make there do really really help us out um with that i have been your host alex and i will see you next time say goodnight guys night, night. i can finally go i have to piss like a fucking racehorse i swear to god <laughs> All right, cut!